Hey you, are you ready? Grab your pack, grab your tent, grab your gear. Jump in. We're going on an adventure. In Arizona, there's so much to see, so much to experience. At GCU, adventure is never too far away. Offering over 200 academic programs with a Christian worldview and nestled in the heart of Phoenix, you can earn your degree in fewer than four years and explore everything Arizona has to offer. Find your purpose at GCU. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash azroadtrip. Hey guys, it's X here. It's Felicia. It's Kyle. We're all here. We just finished up the episode with Mark Lawrence that you're just about to hear. Um, quick warning. Uh, it gets really fucking heavy in Act 3. Uh, I say Act 3. You know, Our third segment where we actually do the interviews and everything. We give Mark the floor for about 30 minutes and he's talking about his latest project and it's soul-crushing. If there was a system. there are no jokes to be made. Yeah, none, it, it's thirty minutes. It's all. really heavy. So I mean, I can completely understand if you if you come to us for like joking and jocular stuff where we talk about things and we like drunk and boobs and, and dick jokes this and is, boobs. This is, That's yeah. great. There, there are no boobs or there, dicks none of to be had. I, uh, I can't not that but, you want. But and we want to hard, have a hard butt here. Yeah, but yeah, hard butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we can say that. No, but really, what he's talking about is important and so very, so very, very important. And we yes. know it's going to be difficult to listen to. We know that. But it's 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 terribly important that you do listen to it. And if you do have time, or I mean, even money, uh, consider checking out the the Restore Our Humanity website, RestoreOurHumanity.org. Uh, and he'll give you all that stuff anyway. But anyway, here's your episode. Yes. Uh, seriously, it, it's a great pleasure for us to bring this to you every week. We we really enjoy doing the show, and we do have to apologize. Mark isn't a podcaster. He's working on getting into that, but he doesn't have the equipment yet, so his microphone does kind of sound like ass. So uh, Forgive with, him. We with, love him. With that in we mind, love him. he's still a Very much. We love him. It was a great episode, but yeah, so here you guys go. Here's Mark Lawrence. I am not here just purely to satiate your entertainment. Right. right. <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Kyle's job. <laughs> Use me. Abuse me. If I had a nickel for every time somebody objectified me, I would I'd have a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could probably buy some gum. It's a crime to love is own divine. You got me doing time cause you're always on my mind I'm in the prison of love Many mindsets, the woman bring them down I feel so empty girl when you're not around If it's a fell I need to love you like I do I pay the penalty all I do I said a little dabadoo, you come and let me drop it to ya. Yeah! Hey everybody, it's March 14th in America and this is the Utah Outcasts, Podhell Media's flagship, uncensored and unabashedly firebrand atheist podcast. Coming at you from the our atheist hidey holes here in the land of Zion, uh, where we lampoon all from the religious right, bring you news uh, that you might have missed, and generally entertain all of you fine folks out there in the real world. Uh, if you're a new listener, welcome, but grab some headphones because this show works hard to earn its explicit tag. You've been warned. Uh, for those of you who are repeat listeners, let us hear from you. Um, hit us up via email. That's mailbag at utahoutcast.com. Or if you want to leave a text or leave us a voicemail, 
do so via our number, which is 347-669-3377. We'll even play it on the show for everyone to hear. Uh, for everything else, there's always our social media. Uh, we're on a bunch, really. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Or on YouTube, where you can find us as Utah Outcasts. I mistakenly posted, like, vegan pancakes that I made the other day. Really weird. On Instagram. And it got, like, a shitload of followers. I'm like, whoa. Oh, I realize it's an I... atheist show, right? Well, I mean, um, go for it, man. <laughs> really? Go for it. So if Lee George Cade um... was probably like, Yeah! <laughs> So if you guys find yourself listening and agreeing with the show or having a giggle at our antics, please make sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker, or any other aggregator that you catch us through. And if you're one of the subscribers on YouTube, uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'd love it if you'd leave us a comment or gave us a thumbs up. It'd be awesome. So joining me on the panel this episode are my usual co-hosts of Felicia and Twizzle and Kyle Steenblick. Welcome, you two. Uh, How was your week? Hello. Oh, it was It was a, a week. Um, it was awesome! <laughs> I had a great week! Are you shitting me? Right, so our our special guest joining us for this entire show is Mark Lawrence from Restore Our Humanity. Good evening, sir. Hi, good to be here. Uh, some people may not know what Restore Our Humanity is all about, and uh, can you take some time to let it be known to our audience uh, what it is that your organization does? Oh wow! <laughs> uh, you, you know, just bullet points. You can say we're assholes, or you know, I don't know. <laughs> we're a, we're a little I'm gang kidding. of maniacs. Uh, Restore Our Humanity is a now volunteer nonprofit organization, and we originally formed. And it was, uh, it was July of 2012 with one intention in mind. We decided we were going to overturn Utah's Amendment 3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we went out and found some, uh, some crazy attorneys and hired them. And we got some crazy plaintiffs and brought them in. <laughs> Mark, and, uh, would you please, for the audience, explain, because not all of our listeners are in Utah, what Utah's Amendment 3 was? Amendment 3 was passed in uh, 2006, and it was Utah's ban on same-sex marriage. It was where they just solidified it in the Utah Constitution. So we were following uh, Proposition 8 in California. And, uh, well, you know, we're in the same country. Why don't those same federal laws apply in Utah? So yeah. we started going here, and even though everybody said Utah is going to be the last place, the last <laughs> place in this country to have marriage equality, we ended up being the seventeenth, which is amazing. Yeah. And it, I, I think our state was the one that led to the Supreme Court finally coming to a decision. Actually, our, our no. Case, our case, the, the Supreme Court didn't actually uh, review our case. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they looked at it. It was sent to the Supreme Court, but when they looked at it, the state of Utah uh, had such a ridiculous, idiotic argument. The Supreme Court said, mm-hmm. oh, we're not going to listen to this bullshit. Yeah. Sent it back, and that's why our, our case became uh, law. We won. Right. We won the whole thing in a nine-month period. We were expecting it to take two to three years. We did it nine months. We actually won the case at the summary judgment level. We didn't even have to go to trial. Yeah. And that's because, uh, as you know, at that time, the uh, attorney general's office was a train wreck. It was mm-hmm. the oh. swallow. Yeah. So they brought in Larry Curley and Moe <laughs> represent the state. They hired some guy named Gene Scherer and wow. Oh, yeah. He was a fucking blight on that office. I mean, most yeah. of them have been blights on that office anyways. But mm-hmm. So uh, a summary judgment hearing is just a formality in a case where the state came and says, hey, you know, Let's not even take this to trial. Just let us present the evidence. So they did. And our attorney, uh, Peggy Thompson, she was brilliant. We sat there for 45 minutes watching her engage with the judge. And then we got to watch the idiots from the, the uh, attorney general's <laughs> office make asses out of themselves for 30 minutes. 
And three weeks later, Judge Robert Shelby released his judgment in a summary judgment said, yeah, they're right. So that's how that happened. Uh, and since then, we've gotten involved in a few other things. Uh, one of our biggest projects last year was when I found out that the World Congress of Families was going to have their comps here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I started yes. researching them and found out exactly what these people are all about. Fuck and those people. About a year uh, researching them, and uh, it got pretty scary. They're a hate group. Yeah. They're yes, they are. Oh, oh, yeah. They're, they're listed by Southern Poverty, aren't they? Yes, right. they are. Right. But what their primary thing is, is they're an umbrella group for all of the most vehemently anti gay organizations in the world mm -hmm. anti gay and anti women. Yes. Well, yeah. So in my earlier early days of research, uh, I started checking into them, and you know, of course, the first thing you do is you go to their website and start learning about them. And I discovered that they didn't even have enough sense to uh, to to reserve or own their own natural domain name. <laughs> Normally, you would think WorldCongressOfFamilies.org would be their domain name. You know that, like Bobby. The internet now and look at their website was worldcongress.org. That's their website. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make sense. That's okay. Do you see an exact duplicate of their website with a whole bunch of different content on it? <laughs> but click on the link that says our people and our staff, and you'll see a, a, a link to Larry Jacobs. He's their, their, uh, their director. Then you click that on and you see picture of his mugshot and arrest record from last june in south carolina <laughs> where he was arrested for credit card fraud oh jesus <laughs> and there's a, i think we've got about 140 articles posted that's amazing on our website from different organizations that have been researching them and watching them so what it turned out is when they did their conference here in in utah in salt lake city in october we proved their hate group Yep. It was out there, but because they're an anti-LGBT hate group, it doesn't matter. And our governor and the Mormon church embraced them, opened it, uh, welcomed them with open arms. Mm -hmm. And so that basically ties the LDS church, I mean, to us in the LGBT community, to our families and to our allies. Yeah. Um, that's no different than having a KKK rally. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no. I imagine, yeah. The supremacist group, they're exactly the same. You know, the Southern Poverty Law Center uses exactly the same criteria mm -hmm. as a the... organization, as a group. So we worked really hard to get that message out. And that was our big project for, uh, for last year. Uh, we formed something we call the All Families Coalition, which is where we wanted to give a voice to the families who are being disparaged by the World Congress families, people who don't fit into their narrow definition of what they think is best versus uh, super fucking what, narrow what, too. What just pisses me off is they these groups co-opt the words Congress, family, tradition, oh, yeah. things like that. They they co-opt these words to to be buzzwords to mean their definition. Yeah. And it's so incorrect because historically, even in just the history of humanity, his family has not had such a narrow definition. Right. Oh, yeah. We see all that now, and you, you hear an organization that has the word family or values. Mm -hmm. Any of those, you know, it's a hate group. Yeah. 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 And that's what. And they, it just it breaks my heart because right. they don't deserve those words. Yeah. And uh, Christians are doing the same thing. 
Yes, they are. Mm -hmm. Christianity is a bad word now. I remember yeah. back when I was a little kid, and if somebody was a Christian, it was a nice person. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I believe that's actually the correct definition, but that's me. I don't, there is no such thing as a good Christianity. There's that Christianity, I don't care how progressive or friendly these churches claim to be, I think no matter what, they're an abusive relationship, and I think they're toxic. The good that they do, and there are good that these churches do, is not exclusive to a church. It is not exclusive to Christianity. That's oh, correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, yes. So that yeah. brings us into uh, let's talk about what we've been up to for the last week. I'll, I'll jump off the bat here real quick and I'll say that um, I know it doesn't mean a, a whole hell of a lot to those who aren't part of the show, uh, but our Facebook page has hit over 200 likes as of this week and Ooh. our YouTube has jumped its first hurdle of hitting 50 subscribers. So honestly, truly, as a guy who's done podcasts for years, seeing this amazing amount of um, interaction does my heart really good. Um, I would never call it work because really I enjoy doing it a whole hell of a lot. And um, after spending so much time cultivating the show and the Facebook group and all that stuff, it's great to see people appreciating our efforts. Uh, I couldn't have done it without Kyle and Felicia and most importantly without our fans. So uh, excuse me while I go and be a sobbing mess for a second with the love and the support that I get and received in the last year. So Kyle, Felicia, what about you guys? What have you been up to? Uh, I've been absorbed in book editing. Uh, which I finished, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. Hey. You've been farming yeah. it out, too. <laughs> I've been farming it out. Yeah, I farmed it out to a couple test readers to see to see how people actually uh, see how kids actually like it. Uh, so far, the uh, feedback's been really, really good, Hooray. which makes me happy. Awesome. Uh, now I just need positive feedback from, you know, people that matter, like literary <laughs> agents and publishers. Yeah. No kidding. But it's okay. You need like 500 rejections before somebody says yes. Uh, you know, you can't get discouraged because how many times was uh, J.K. Rowling rejected? Yeah, that's right, true. A lot. Yeah. And it was one of the most amazing. <laughs> Can you get was that? One, person, one person to reject you 500 times and then move on? I probably could. It's like, hey, hey, could you just take a, you know, a second, third, fourth, fifth look? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they do it. You can't convert to Judaism without being turned down, what, three times or some? At least three times, yeah. Some stupid shit like that. <laughs> that seems dumb, but they don't want converts anyway. Like, they're not actually looking for converts, but that's not the point. No. <laughs> well, congratulations, Kyle. Like, yes. that is that is huge. Now you got to gear up for fucking Fanex. Great. Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> yeah, I've got my uh, my panels. Hang on. I got my schedule here so I can tell people where I'm going to be. And Join when... Kyle <laughs> at Salt Lake City's Fanex. Join me. Oh, no, I lost my schedule. Oh, no. That's no, terrible I didn't. radio. Oh, no, Felicia, save us. What have you been up to for the last week? Uh, so I started my new job, which I love, 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 love. It's an absolutely amazing job, and um, I'm so happy to be there. I don't know. It's just awesome. Um, I want to say that 99% of my coworkers have been amazing. But today I ran into... It's always that one. It's always that one. That guy. one. And, and it was just a little thing. <laughs> but You've got a derp already. I do, I do, and I'm not the first one to get upset at him. And I was keeping an open mind until he started whining at me. And the one thing that will set me off faster is than anything, like, will just take me from, like, zero to no, don't you fucking dare, <laughs> is 
uh, whiny and passive aggressive. Fucking hate that shit. And I will call Ooh. you on it so fucking fast. Like, it'd be really hard to be a worker in Utah with those conditions. <laughs> I have made I have made several enemies at first, and they usually end up warming up to me because they learn that I just I don't play games. I don't. My I wife's don't the same play... way. That brutally honest, you know. Yeah. That well, that shirt it, looks terrible on you. <laughs> no, no, I don't do that. I no, 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 no. I don't. Uh, my sister does that. <laughs> my sister does that. Uh, but not to an extent where it's damaging. Yeah. Um, but no, I like I don't find it useful to be critical where it's just not necessary. Like, well, I mean, if they're sure. asking your opinion. <laughs> well, so here's what happened is um, there were some chairs in the front of the building and my boss thought that they were up for grabs and we had these ugly chairs for guests in our office um, that were left over from the previous owners. And uh, so he ditched those and started grabbing them. I'm like, all right, I'll follow his lead. And so I went and grabbed a couple chairs too. So this guy comes in um, and he's he's from Argentina, which apparently is supposed to matter in the story, but I really don't think it does. This is what I was told later. Uh, and he comes in and goes, so, so, um, what, why do you need those chairs? And I go, well, I know we're going to have interns later. I know we're going to have a bunch of people in here in, later in the you know just as late, the season rolls on as the season rolls on and yeah. and so i you know i just follow my boss's lead and he goes well i got those donated for the conference and he's talking just like this like really quiet and he's got that whiny <laughs> fucking like that, that milk toast way of talking you yeah know, it's like, I called a bunch of places and I got those specifically for the conference table and I know that we're going to get more but right now if no one's going to be using them people can be using them right now at the conference table I was like dude like I like I hit that point I'm like like Fine. stop it like I was like okay that's not a problem yeah don't whine at me is what I said <laughs> like I couldn't, I couldn't even help it I said don't whine at me he goes I'm not whining I go don't use that passive aggressive tone just tell me what's going on. They're like, hey, those chairs are meant for this. Can we please yeah. put those back? He's Perfect. Like, that makes a lot more exactly. sense. He's like, oh, he's yeah. like, look, here, specifically, I got those for the conference table. Oh, rad. I that didn't works. know that. Okay, Let's do that. Bad. All mm -hmm. right. Let me grab those chairs and take them over to the <laughs> But he like, has to go to this whole whiny explanation. I'm like, don't. Just don't. Like that, I don't know what it is about that, but it will just set me off. Like, I was like, do not be passive aggressive and don't whine at me. It's like, I'm not whining. I go, you are whining, as I say, as I'm bragging. <laughs> but I'm not I'm whining. Him over to the conference table. Mm -hmm. he, like, so he like got all butt hurt about this and he went and complained oh, oh. to the big boss about it. And I was like, dude, really? Really? Like, that's the You're other, that's the other mistake. You know? Well, no, first what he did is he came to me and goes, I wasn't being passive aggressive. I go, you were. <laughs> he goes, well, that's just the way I talk. And if you have a problem with it, with it I'm not going to change. So we better talk about this. And I go, mm, then we don't need to talk. And I put my headphone in and I got back to work. <laughs> like, don't, so the big boss don't talk to me unless you have statements. <laughs> yeah. So the big boss comes in and uses definitive statements and says, don't. Don't talk to him that way. Yeah. And I said, fine. He goes, look, that's there. That this is the way it is. You just got to be like this. I said, yeah. He whined at me. He goes, and he said, that's just the way Argentinian men talk. And I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, 
Yeah, I work at an office now where I can be like, bullshit, dude, that's not true. And he goes, no, it is. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm like, you're still the boss. Like, he's like, just don't. I'm like, fine. I'm like, I just, I, I told my like direct over me boss, I'm like, I don't, I can't stand that shit. I cannot stand mm-hmm. passive aggressive, emotionally manipulative, whiny bullshit. It pisses <laughs> me off so bad. And he's like, don't blame you. And my boss isn't a fan of this guy either. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. um, but he's got to pretend to be the boss, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so he came in and he's just like, just don't. I'm like, and, and he used direct, clear language. Just don't mm-hmm. do blink, you know? Yeah. And I was like, fine, I won't. And he, I'll back off. And then we're fine. <laughs> Sorry. And he practiced it with all due respect and love. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, what have you been up to for this week? You, you do anything fun this week? Uh, no, no, uh, <laughs> nothing fun. I've done a lot, uh, just working on our project, but I have a full-time job also. I work oh. for the state in an office full of very staunch LDS people. Oh, just, oh, just like my wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just like Kyle and myself as well. Yay, yeah. <laughs> we do it federally. Bunch of, uh, with liberals, like a bunch of like hard left liberals. liberals awesome. The thing that I've had to do right now is keep this new initiative that we're working on pretty much quiet. Uh, when I was doing Kitchen v. Herbert, you know, our marriage equality thing, they were all behind me and they were all just watching. Yeah. But uh, with what we're doing right now, I've had to keep that pretty quiet. And so that's kind of creating a little bit of friction in the office. They mm. they really don't know that, you know, our ultimate goal is to destroy the Mormon church. Um, Which they're doing a pretty good damn job of doing themselves. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah they're, they're doing okay. Yeah, they're doing that themselves. Yeah. I mean, this, you've got you've got petitions being like flung around for losing their tax exempt status. That's a which they absolutely should. That was blatant, that's an when, absolute disregard for separation of church and state. That's I'm, I'm thinking maybe when we get done with the sexual survivors uh, initiative, we might go after them with the tax exempt status. Yeah, which uh, would be people that would uh, be behind that, and I really think that that we should. Yeah. Are you familiar with this initiative we're working on now? We've just launched. Uh, not yet, but yeah, let's save the- that for the third segment so people can get a, a, a full earful of that because we've got a little bit of news we got to hit. Okay, hey, and, and then- I and and I found my schedule. Hey, good. <laughs> so <laughs> I know I'm jumping back in. I'm sorry, uh, but no. If you wanna if you wanna come harass me at the upcoming FanX convention, uh, you can find me on Friday, March twenty fifth. At the uh, Long Live the Gap, the Goblin King panel. Oh, that's a big yay! We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about Labyrinth, uh, and and then on Saturday, March twenty sixth, I am going to be talking about Doctor Who and River Song. Ooh. I know, and then I get to, I get to round off the convention with. The film critics panel. We see bad movies, so you don't have to. Oh, Dude, I'm so jealous. Thing. That Aww. sounds like so fun. Those are gonna, yeah, those are gonna be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to that. So, yeah, find find me, uh, harass me, say hey, or you know, just come like heckle the shit out of me during the panels. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, so news you missed this week. Uh, how about uh, Kentucky doing a wonderful fucking job of furthering their redneck yokel status? Uh, the Senate has introduced a bill, SB 180, that blocks interracial 
and interfaith marriages. God damn it, the South. You did not just say that. I I did say that. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky Senate committee has passed a bill that would allow store owners and other providers of services to refuse to serve interracial couples, interracial families, or couples of different faiths. In addition, the bill would prevent the refused couples from seeking redress through the courts. So this, shut up and yeah. you can't tell us to not shut up. You know, this, yeah, that's, this, this that's, is just their first step to fighting marriage equality and same-sex marriage. Absolutely, well, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, they're just trying to establish precedents, which yes. is and, uh, such bullshit. Those are the there's, precedents that we used in establishing female mm-hmm. equality. Exactly. There's yeah, that's exactly what that is. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way that's going to stand up. No. I don't there is it. no way that's going to stand up to any kind of judicial scrutiny. Any, any no. kind of scrutiny no, at all. No. But who the fuck is against interracial marriage? Serious? Um, in apparently a lot of people in Kentucky. <laughs> a couple of years ago, there was a justice of the peace in Louisiana who refused to marry an interracial couple because he said mm-hmm. it wasn't good for the kids. Oh, yeah. oh that for was fuck's sake. It didn't get a lot of attention. He was fired, sent down the road. <laughs> And nobody said anything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but we'll see that kind of stuff coming out now. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the bill creates a statewide group of quote unquote protected activities and protected activity providers, um, then proceeds to cover those so protected with immunity from any laws by any government body anywhere, and states that people so covered cannot be fined or charged with any crime. Jesus Christ, I'm going to start throwing <laughs> shit already. So, who are you these persons? That are so protected and what what activities are protected as well? well? Let's look at the precise and clear language in the bill. And I have quoted like from the bill here. Oh, goody. Protected activities means actions by people commissioned, employed, hired, retained, or otherwise used by the public or the government to provide customized, artistic, expressive, creative, ministerial, or spiritual goods or services. What the fuck is a spiritual good or service? I I am. <laughs> Isn't that tiger insurance that people keep trying to sell me? I don't know. <laughs> or judgments, attestations, or commissions that involve protected rights. Protected activity provider means a person who provides that protected activity. And protected rights means that the rights of the persons to be free from governmental actions that impair, impede, infringe upon, otherwise restrict the exercise of any right guaranteed by the United States Constitution or the Constitution of Kentucky. <laughs> including the constitution including but not limited to a person's right of conscience freedom of religion freedom of speech freedom of the press and right to peaceably assemble oh for fuck's sake they do realize that the 14th amendment is in the constitution don't they they do realize that no they don't because they would have to fucking read it they can't get past the Second Amendment. They go First Amendment, Second Amendment. I'm done. That's all I We're need. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're I can good. be a big and I got They're, guns. Yeah. You why, know what why? they don't realize also is is that this is going to open up the door to Sharia law. Yeah. Yeah. Islam mm-hmm. religion, and there, any religion would have to be included in this law. Uh, they could open up the doors to anything, and you know I. Anybody can walk up in the mountains and find uh, a magic uh, rock or something and and start up a religion. So it looks they like they don't realize that they're so short sighted. 
they don't realize what kind of no they, that's the thing is that they don't they, they all they're seeing is their their religion my yeah. religion yeah. this religion you know. right they, they're, they're, each individual is thinking of their individual religion they do not understand that the Methodists have com- have different doctrines than the Baptists and the Lutherans yeah. have different right. doctrines than the Catholics and mm-hmm. the Catholics are different than all of them they don't right. fucking get that at all There's and a they say they're, they're Christian as if that's going to cover all of them but the reality is is that only one of those can actually take power there's a great they're not mute because they're 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 because they are mutually exclusive there's a great emo williams sketch i think that's the guy's name the, the comedian with the the bowl cut haircut and kind of uh-huh. the stature but he's talking about how he said i love religious people i found this one guy and he starts talking about him and they start going into faith denomination what like they, they he's, he's just talking ba- basically about how splintered christianity is and at the very last line, he's like, oh, so-and-so from the north or so-and-so from the south? He goes, so-and-so, so from the south. And then I pushed that guy off the bridge because he was not from the north. You know, it was just a really <laughs> funny joke. Look, it was like a 10-minute like setup for one punchline, mm-hmm. but it was really funny. <laughs> so these dumbasses trying to set this shit up to, to set up their house of cards to make it so they could play King of the Hill, not realizing... That it's gonna fuck them over in the long run, mm-hmm. right? So I can't yeah. wait for the satanic temple to get. To oh yeah, Carolina. yeah. They're, I mean, they're, sorry, they're yeah, they're Kentucky. not even. Yeah, they're not even realizing that they're doing the one thing that they bitch about so much. Yeah, which which is setting up special rights. Sharia law. How do they not understand so, yes. how yeah. religious liberty was founded in this country in the first place? It wasn't uh, founded by the atheists. They, these 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 exceptions. Mm-hmm. The, the, are these laws separating church and state weren't founded by non-believers they were founded by believers going you can't tell me how to worship god which mm-hmm. is exactly why they came here in the first yeah, yeah. they wanted well, the freedom why, to have their yeah. own faith well, why, why why some of them came here why a small yeah. group of people came here ben franklin just wanted to fuck that's all he wanted the, the, and, and, and the, rest of, <laughs> the rest of them came here for for Turkey. Let's let's go back to the turn of the century, New York, the eight the eighteen ninety nines, where the <laughs> Protestants have just come here from Ireland, and they have sent their children. Or sorry, the Catholics have just come here from Ireland, and they're Ooh. sending their children to the public schools, which are funded by the state. And the Protestants have control of the government, and the Catholic children are subjected to Protestant interpretations of the Bible. And the Catholics are offended by this because it's not Catholic. <laughs> so the Catholics form a lawsuit against the state and say that they are te- teaching Protestant ideals. And the state goes, yeah, you're right. We totally are. I yeah, I guess we should totally just remove the Catholic, the, the Bible from the schools so that everyone has it fair. And the Catholics <laughs> and the Protestants coexist. I think Felicia and needs like right. one or two more drinks so that the Irish comes out even harder. Oh, you're, you're starting to drift into the accent. Why <laughs> did I did I? Well, That's we are awesome. coming up. We are coming up on St. Patty's Day. We are coming up on the St. Patrick's Day. Uh, so see, since we're talking about Kentucky, I'm going to sideline into fucking Ken Ham because he's there as well. <laughs> hang and, on. Uh, Ken Ham is apparently. We have to switch continents. Hang on. No. Okay. No, he's he's a Kentuckian. Wait. No, I thought he was Australian. No, he is Australian, but he lives New in Zealand. Kentucky. That's no, that, that's a uh, Ray Comfort. Thing. I don't remember which one. I don't. <laughs> so <laughs> answers in Genesis. Uh, Ken Ham has heard your complaints about his building the Ark Park. You know how all of us have been joking about like. Uh, well, Noah didn't have fucking cranes, you know. <laughs> yeah, 
No, it didn't have Tyvex <laughs> wrappings around the thing to keep moisture out. You know. They didn't they have didn't need, yeah, they didn't need modern uh, methods of pumping water in case of a fire. So yeah. I, have, I have just a couple of... Uh, he had a blog post that he did where he... Okay, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to make a prediction because I haven't read this yet. Okay. Does it come down to, you weren't there? I, I, be <laughs> I believe there is some of that in here. I didn't read the long answer to a lot of these things. I'm just going to try to hit the points that I got to. Uh, he says, "This is. Uh, I'm presuming this is going to be the atheist saying this. Why aren't you using the tools that Noah used? Something we brought up on the show. Damn good point. Where are we ever told what tools Noah used? There is no mention in the Bible or even any hint as to what specific tools Noah used. So the answer is, we don't know what the tools were. No one knows. You weren't there. Dot, dot, dot. You weren't there. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Ken Ham. They didn't have fucking cranes. All right, motherfucker. Oh, okay, so I'll go to that one. Noah didn't oh. use cranes. This is one. Of, this is someone saying this to him. The Bible does not tell us whether Noah did or did not use cranes. From a Christian <laughs> worldview, ancient people, including those living before the flood, would have been highly intelligent. So fucking highly intelligent that none of them had boats. <laughs> Nobody had a boat. Yeah. And no doubt would have understood about remedial things like leverage. Noah may have ingeniously designed cranes that would make us stand in awe today. <laughs> and then you'd think, well, how, okay, if he built something like a so crane. I'm just going to throw this out here. I'm just going to throw this out there. Yeah. If Noah knew about cranes and leverage and all those incredibly mathematical things, if he knew about that, where the fuck didn't he pass that on? <laughs> Like, could you imagine where we'd be now if we were like, yeah, we always had cranes and oh, then like oh, built oh, on that knowledge? Oh, like, wait, 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 I'm sure I'm sure he says that that was lost in the flood. There you go. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. All of that knowledge lost in the flood. How is it lost? How what? is it lost? When no, God no made man, man was obviously highly intelligent. Genesis 421 tells us that within a few generations, people were making musical instruments. By the time of Noah, and with people living hundreds of years before the flood, who knows what sort of tech uh, knowledge was accumulated and the kind of sophisticated technology that was developed. Noah may have had tools and other impressive technology that we would be jealous of. And remember, we don't know how ancient people built many of the stone structures in South America or, or even remarkably constructed yeah, the Egyptian pyramids. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, think, really I think for the most... Ideas. We got for the, pretty for good the most part, we do. Yeah. The ancients obviously had a technology we just weren't aware of. It was aliens. <laughs> it was aliens. Aliens. <laughs> yeah. He is a step away from saying aliens. <laughs> aliens. Uh, so he says, uh, as it seems, no record was kept or the records were destroyed. In this area of ancient technologies, we need to think in terms of a Christian worldview based on the history of the Bible. Oh, but if no one knew how to do it, then he couldn't he have just written new records? He didn't know he how to write. He lived like a thousand fifty. Wasn't he the one that got? Dr no, that was Lot. That was the one that got drunk and like raped by his daughters. I forget. Yeah, his <laughs> daughters got yeah. raped. That was Lot. Yeah. You shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't have used any metal making the ark. Oh, Noah didn't use metal. But where in the Bible does it say that Noah didn't use metal? It said that it used wood. You think it was specified? Wood. Yeah. I remember that from the Disney cart like animated thing I watched as a kid. It was. <laughs> it, but you wood. think it would have specified that he used metal if they if there was metal? 
So if they were using bronze and iron by then, by the time Noah may have been developed, all sorts of sophisticated uses of metals. Oh my Noah God, may have used more metal than we do, fucking... he said. He literally said oh that. Oh my God. This guy's fucking horrible. Oh. I'm, I'm not going to hurt you guys anymore with that one. So oh, I'm going to move geez, into thank you. someplace a little bit, um, I think it's on the same parallel, in North Carolina, in Fayetteville. Oh. A protester by the name of Rakeem Jones at a Trump rally. Oh, God, being, no, not this one. No. Yeah, was being escorted out by security when an old white guy walked up to him and sucker punched the protester in the face. Yeah. The protester. Yeah. There's more. The protester was a person of color, and instead, the old guy getting, uh, the old guy getting detained immediately, the cops threw the victim, Rakeem, to the ground and hauled him with his hands behind his back away from mm -hmm. the, the yeah. crowd. For getting tough. sucker punched. And so the old guy, his name is John Franklin McGraw, and he's been charged with assault and battery, finally. Mm -hmm. Took him like two days to find yeah. the guy. So to... to Oh, God. Why am I always the one who has to play devil's advocate for the cops? <laughs> <laughs> but, no, they they needed to remove the that person from the area, and that was... Uh, most likely the most efficient way to do it. Yeah, but like they uh, took to the ground or though. That's just the saying, thing. No, or just saying after somebody gets hit, you tackle the person that hit them. Yeah. And that's the perfect way to uh that would stop that situation. Yeah, and you watch the video for this. The old white dude like was making a beeline straight for the black guy. And he oh, was yeah, he, he that's, you could just tell him. he was like, I'm gonna punch this N word right in the face, you know. Yeah. Well, that they did. They have they have identified him, and he yeah. is being charged with assault. I really don't care. But the funny thing is, the cops said that they didn't see him hit the guy. Well, oh shit! They I, there did. was like six was of them in plain view yeah. of yeah. like several videos. So if somebody yeah. didn't take like cell phone video of it, like we would probably never would have known about this. It's there so, were several. There were several. The, uh, the cops went to work immediately to identify the man. Says Sheriff Earl quote-unquote moose butler <laughs> that's the name he chooses are you re are you serious earl butler aka moose <laughs> oh my Sheriff god moose <laughs> oh god <laughs> uh no one should be subjected to such a cowardly unprovoked act as mcgraw did uh, regardless of political affiliation, speech, race, national origin, color, gender, bad reputation prior acts or political demonstration no other citizen has the right to assault another person yeah, shut, mm -hmm. shut up, shut up, Moose. Shut <laughs> Your name is Moose. You don't get that. Doesn't uh, hey count. guys, stay out of Riverdale. Uh, so McGraw will face additional charges stemming from remarks he made at the event. Uh, he even made statements uh, threatening Jones, stating that he enjoyed hitting that mm -hmm. loudmouth who was "quote unquote" not acting like an American. Excuse me, you uh, at practicing his right to protest? Yeah, that is so American. It's you ridiculous. Are, you are talking about an angry old white guy. And I keep bringing yeah. it up because it is a white guy. It is a systemic yeah. white thing. You know? Yeah. Jeez, man. If you're voting for Trump, it's because you're afraid of losing your privilege because you are absolutely white. Yeah. So detectives charged McGraw with communicating threats, and his bond was increased from $2,500 to 5000 because he said, he said afterwards, uh, it, it's a good thing they got him out of there because I might have liked to kill him or some shit like that. So Jesus 
fucking Christ. Yeah. Uh. So the Trump campaign did not return a request for comment on the incident, of course. No, of course they did. Of course but they Trump has said, he has said during events in the past, yes. couple of, like mm-hmm. weeks, months, whatever the hell you want to say, he has said that if anybody at his rallies does something like that and they go to court, he will pay like his lawyer fees. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, Trump up, was like, those, he has yeah. specifically endorsed uh, or, or said like, I'd like to hit the people protesting his rallies and stuff. Oh, yeah. Specifically yeah, endorse violence at his rallies. Oh, yeah. He absolutely incites it. He, throw, yeah. he says, throw him out all the time. All yeah. Yeah. Oh, he does. Get Somebody that man out of here. Throw him out. See, and I'm not, I won't make the, uh, the, the Hitler reference or anything, but he's acting a lot like Pink from Pink Floyd's The Wall. No, mm-hmm. dude. The yeah. Hitler reference? Okay, going Godwin is not always invalid. No, 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 no. His yeah. rise to power is remarkably like Hitler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Hitler had... Donald Trump's just a dumb motherfucker with a lot of money who wants to do <laughs> stupid shit. Was, darling, Hitler was, was broke as shit art student that spent some yeah. time in jail after fucking with the Chancellor. <laughs> yeah, and then he was charismatic and popular. Because yeah. he riled up the masses. Yeah, but the, the thing yeah. about the thing with Hitler is that he had these plans in mind before then. You know, he yeah. he knew what he wanted and to Trump do. Trump has a history of saying terrible shit like this. Oh yes. yeah, but oh yeah, but Trump yeah. Trump is has been has shown a history of being a a fucking idiot. Um, mm-hmm. B, you know, car- caring about nobody but Trump and how much money he makes. Hitler yeah, was very smart. Nor was he known for his. Uh, magnanimous attitude no hitler was all about hitler yeah yeah Yeah. hitler was all about hitler are you kidding me (laughs) but i'm I'm saying that hitler had a very definitive you know i must kill the jews you know he was he was there for that has a very trump just hates the mexicans and the muslims he just wants to keep it yeah hitler hitler was at least was at least intelligent enough to know that he couldn't do it alone yeah, and and managed to surround himself with very smart people. Yeah, yeah but Hitler but, is cl- or but Hitler. Uh, sorry, there that was. Uh, <laughs> Trump has said that's what he's going to do. That he's well, going to bring people yeah. in to do the same. That's exactly his plan. Yeah, yeah. Except most of the more intelligent people that could do it are not going to be working with him. <laughs> no, he's looking for people who will do what he wants. Like, is, is Turd Blossom right. backing him on this one? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> which which tur- which Turd Blossom? Carl Rove. Carl Rove? No, I don't think so. I Chris don't. Christie. <laughs> but Ben Carson did. Yeah, Chris Christie. <laughs> ben Carson is the whitest black man that's ever existed. Oh, I think yes. you had the best quote about Ben Carson. He's like, that, he, that was that one. He, he's no, you said he was the the blackest white blackest guy with white privilege. Yeah, that's oh, it. I didn't hear what you I, just said. Sorry. Yeah, that was that was about thing. what I just said. I said he's the blackest <laughs> white guy that's ever existed. He called he called Trump cerebral. <laughs> <laughs> so Just since we're speaking of uh, Donald Trump, I I want to play a little game with everybody here. Uh, okay. Uh, I found some. There was a stupid article I saw somewhere out there where it was like, you know, is it this person or this person? And they they it was clickbaity, so they they made you think. This whole game is going to be, is it this person or this person? But no, as as I started going into it and looking at the pictures, it's like they didn't just stick with one person versus another person. They they started mm-hmm. doing like adding every other candidate that's running right now. So I made it my own game. And this is Donald Trump or Dale Gribble. And for those that don't know, <laughs> Dale Gribble was one of the characters from King of the Hill. Oh, I love Dale. Okay. Yeah. 
So uh, let's see. Let me make sure I, I can highlight these and see who. Yep. Okay. I, I made the answers in white so nobody could cheat it before the show started. Uh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> I want you to keep an open mind so you can make an informed decision. If you want, you can read a bloated government report on smoking or go straight to the horse's mouth and get the facts from the tobacco industry. That was Dale Gribble. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> that's, that's that Dale Dale's Dale's quite the smoker. Yes. Uh, when was the last time you saw a Chevrolet in Tokyo? That's Trump. Trump. That ah, God Trump. damn it! I thought I'd get you. <laughs> that was a good one, though. That okay, it's one. freezing and snowing in New York. We need global warming. Trump. Trump. Ah, shit. Yep. Okay. <laughs> that's almost too easy. Uh, the world's going to hell in the handbasket, and I blame the media blamers. Uh, Trump. That's Gribble. What about you, Mark? Uh, Gribble. Oh, okay, two out of three. There you go. Oh. Oh, I, I, okay, X, I got I to gotta give you a confession. Here's how I know the difference. What's that? Because you go into a Texas accent. <laughs> Do I really? <laughs> you do That's my native. I can't help it. You're just like, you're just like, you, you can blame the media blamers. And like, I can hear that Texas coming out because you're like, like, part of you loves Gribble. And I, I can't, I, I, I watch King of the Hill and the show's like King of the Hill and, um. Okay, so um, just pretend. When you're doing girl, just pretend you're doing Trump. That's all. Just like. Okay. So I was going to say, but like when I watch shows like uh, before I moved to Utah, people don't know this. I, I was a Southern boy. I was really Southern. I lived in Arkansas, Mississippi, <laughs> and Louisiana, and I was born in Texas. So moving here to Utah was quite refreshing because I'm like, oh, there's a lot of religious people here, but they just don't. They're passive aggressive about it. They don't give a shit. You know, it was not a thing down south to be like, oh, bless your heart, young man. You know. <laughs> shit like that and so when king of the hill came on i'm like i my uncle was the, a guy that worked for arkla gas company which was like hank hill's job and he sold yeah. propane parts and propane accessories <laughs> i went holy fuck this is my uncle <laughs> i love king of the hill i love it so I much that show and then like uh i even watched fucking honey boo boo i know i'm part of the problem. Oh, i'm God. part of the problem yes i get it but yeah, there were so many things that happened on that show where I'm like, that's my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> we watched the episode where they get done. She's like, you want to know how you know spaghetti's done cooking it? And I said right before the, she gave her line, I'm like, you throw it against the wall. And I said, and she goes, you throw it against the wall. And they did. And I'm like, my wife just turned to look at me. She's like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Who throws spaghetti at a wall? Why that's would you how you do know that? If, if, it's, if it's al dente, that's it'll stick to the wall. Like no, that's, that's how you know it's overcooked. Yeah, yeah, that's it really overcooked. is. Thank you very much. Uh, mm -hmm. And then making slip and slides out of hefty bags in the backyard uh, and using dish soap instead of you know a running supply of water. Yeah, I was fucking redneck as, as all get out. <laughs> okay, let's see. We have a couple more uh, okay. bureaucrats like mobs don't respond to reason. It's probably the hardest one I got Trump. out of the whole bunch. That's Trump. Uh, Trump. Mm. That sounds like Trump. You guys are all wrong. That's Dale Gribble. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, I got you guys on one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's a good place for us to go to our first little break here. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be back in like a minute for our fun with real audio. So uh, hold on to your panties. We will be right back. Hi, my name's Callie. And I'm Ari. 
If you're like most of us, you're very concerned about the gay agenda's plans for world domination. Are you tired of seeing glitter all over every damn thing? Do you hate rainbows as much as any other red-blooded American? Then we have the answer for all your baseless fears and unjustified paranoia. Presented exclusively on Secular Media Network, the Gaytheist Manifesto is your source for news, commentary, discussion, and debate at the intersection of the atheist movement and the LGBT rights movement. You can find us on Spreaker, iTunes, and at gaytheistmanifesto.secularmediagroup.com. If you're not ready to get in line for your mandatory gay marriage and you're terrified of short-haired women in pantsuits, come have a listen and get up to date on their plans. You'll be glad you did. Okay, so we're back for our fun with real audio segment. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is Mark's first time through the gauntlet of this thing, so he doesn't know what to expect, so that's always fun. Unlike last week where we had Ruben on. Sorry about the audio quality, people. Um, but uh, it's always fun to get somebody new on here because I make you watch the shittiest, uh, listen to the shittiest video clips I could find from the right wing. And Mark, you're never going to go want to come on here again. It's torture. It's a good thing in season two we're going to pare this down quite a bit. So that's in uh, about a month, I think. Yeah, a month, so. really? Wow, yeah, we're we're almost yes. at one year. Can you believe that shit? Wow. How cool is that? Yeah, I need a vacation. <laughs> I just got back from vacation. <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? Need a vacation from a vacation. Uh, so first one up here, we have Rick Joyner, uh, this amazing guy. This is this is the same guy that predicted the Super Bowl win, so he has no credibility. Oh, because okay. he was wrong about that, you know. Yeah, we're gonna see revival in America because this team's gonna win, and they lost handily. <laughs> Hail Satan! So Rick Joyner, uh, he he was on the the Jim Baker show, and it was really hard for me not to make this all Jim Baker show centric this week, but I I managed okay. to not. So, uh, Rick Joyner wants to talk about Bernie Sanders, so here we go. There have been systematic strategies by the, when the Communist Party USA changed their name to the Progressive Party. They, they laid out, they published their strategy for taking over America, and they followed it. Step by step, take over the media, take over education, take over the arts and entertainment, then the government will be a piece of cake to take over, which is... It's not that easy to take over media, though. I mean, no, it's Jim not. Baker's it, any indication, and people we still have Fox News. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of hard to get into the media. It's what we've seen. They've taken over the media, taken over education. Wonder why everybody's all the young people are following Bernie Sanders. He's mm -hmm. a socialist. They've been taught socialism in our schools since they were young. Yeah, socialism and humanism are not communism. You fucking idiot. No, they're not. God. <sighs> I hate this guy. You know what he's referring to is the Christian concept of the seven mountains. Oh, that thing again. Uh, that's what that he's uh. referring to. He's like, so they did that, and that's bad because they're not us. Well, I uh, I spent some time last week. Uh, the guys from God Awful Movies, you know, No Illusions and... Heath and Heath Enright and uh, Eli Bosnick put out a an episode where it was for a movie called "If Footmen Tire You, Then What Will Horses Do?" And it's like an <laughs> hour long sermon from like this anti communist Christian guy from like seventy one, and they do uh, I it's one of the liked videos on our YouTube channel. Go watch it if you have like an hour because it is the most like hand rubbingly together delicious like this is absolutely horrible. There was a guy that used to be a grindhouse director that turned Christian, and so he started making Christian movies. So you're talking about like grindhouse Christian 
anti-communist propaganda. Wow, it, that sounds fantastic. Oh, it's fucking delicious. It's amazing <laughs> to watch because there's a scene where they take a a little boy who's uh they they say that they'll make all okay, the, okay, all the uh, for the YouTube audience because our yeah. our beautiful listeners who aren't watching can't see it. But at that point, you went. He took a little boy and you reach and I'm yeah, like, I'm reaching for grabbing a, a little boy. <laughs> Here it comes. You know. So. I'm just grabbing for the nearest flat-ish object I can find. Uh, he grabs a little boy. Like, they he, they were having church outside because, you know, in a communist country, you can't have church in buildings, you know. Whatever. That's Whatever. Sure. So they say that they'll take every child that's heard the word of God and they'll puncture both their eardrums. And so this is like <laughs> they grab this little kid and this guy dressed up like a, um, a Che Guevara. And he oh. takes his, like, piece of stick and he jabs it through the kid's ear. And the kid's like, ow. Oh, ow. And then like the camera pans away and like to the guy forcing the stick through and when it comes back it's like Steve Martin like with the fucking arrow through his head but like the stick was going through both sides of his ears. Like he shoved it through like there was nothing there in between. Oh man, it was amazing. This kid like puked up cream and mushroom soup. Oh, it's, it's great. It was great. It was the best like hour I spent watching something on YouTube. I'm like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Oh, I need to watch this now. Amazing. So yeah, yeah that this is the kind of th this guy was brought up with this that type of thinking, you know, this Rick Joyner guy, Rick, Jim Baker, and everything. The communists are coming to destroy the country, you know. Uh, they're going to come take our Christianity away. Please, please come take it away. <laughs> we don't want it anymore. We're yeah, done. With it's it broken. <laughs> it's a bad. It's kind of been like a bad from the beginning. It Nova. Doesn't, failed, doesn't go. Doesn't go. Failed hypothesis, guys. Yeah. Hey, we bought this in the fifties. It's not <laughs> really working. Can I return it for store credit? Can I like scrap this for like a uh, for like just like I'll, I'll take that chainsaw over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I, you can just take it back. I don't even need store credit. I just don't <laughs> want it anymore. <laughs> Well, if you would have bought that Christianity at Costco, you could have returned it at any time. <laughs> we don't need a pallet of Christianity. Oh, God damn it. Who left the Christianity on the floor to rot? Ugh. Get a mop. So, yeah. That shit is never going to sell. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know why the owner, like, somebody, some good salesman convinced him of it, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's just not going to happen. Oh, uh, who tripped and left the body of the Christ all over the floor? Ew. Oh. Oh, you can't get those stains out. Gross. That blood of Christ, I'm telling you right now, there is almost no good way to get at that out of a white blouse. I, a white carpet, too. <laughs> Christ. Literally, Christ. Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 so, See what we did there, everyone? Yeah. We did a skit. <laughs> Rick <Yay! Joyner. laughs> Season two, motherfuckers. You wait for it. It's going to be rad. Well, they, they, well, we let them steal our history and take our history out of the book. What? 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 We let the the communists steal our history and take our history out of the book. Is this a like veiled attempt at saying something about you know Christianity not being allowed in the schools anymore? I mean, it's allowed. You just can't have <laughs> faculty do it. Yeah, the, yeah Christ no. the kids are totally allowed. I don't even think I'd call that veiled. Hey, Mark, if you guys could get to the point where like you can uh, bully the the Mormon Church to get their fucking like. Uh, Seminaries off of school property. I know technically that would it's be not bad. school property, but yeah, right. <laughs> it's annex school property. That's a, a serious bullshit. That is, and, and giving giving students uh, credit. Yeah. For, oh, yeah. 
Right. Oh, that's your release hour. I moved to say, I'm like, what's release no, hour? No, it's your, it's your release. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's elective religious studies. Hey, but I was, I was happy that as of my uh, senior year, I was able to take two drama classes and two gym classes. That was great. <laughs> I remember I just, having that release hour. That was a great lunch period. And a study hall. Yeah. <laughs> what's study hall? Oh, we play Goldeneye. Oh, we bring a TV and someone brings our Nintendo. That's how old I am, folks. Yes, GoldenEye was the great game when I was in school. I, 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 I was enrolled in Mormon Seminary, and I spent it in uh, JB's Big Boy drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yes. Man. Just... Big Boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> straight, straight. Oh. <laughs> I remember those. <laughs> so moving on to our next target of our ire uh we have uh david barton you know oh yes david barton oh man he's he's terrible he's he's the guy that's a strict constitutionalist and he's oh, the same guy God. that was talking with uh michelle bachman about tax code a couple of weeks ago you might remember oh he's this goody. scrawny like five foot six 27 pound white guy that wears a cowboy hat that you know is really trying to make up for something he's a dominionist too Oh, yeah, he's fucking terrible. So listen to what he has to say about um, we were talking about hate groups earlier. So just hear this. Mm -hmm. This culture and this day, if you speak out, you will be attacked. There's no question about it. The other side, greatest political tools that exist is being able to harass you for what you believe, and what you say. And so we don't want to say certain things. Oh, for yeah, because fly me a fucking river because you're wrong. You know, I, uh, we, they, it's a political they tool? Say, no. They can say other, they can talk out against us, and that sucks. They're saying mm. mean stuff about they my God. Mm. It and I don't like it. We're not allowed to say things without criticism. Mm. You're still free to say whatever you want. Yeah. You've got to realize that those words have effect. You know? Yeah, yeah, we we can respond to them. That's called you know, free that, speech. That, that yelling fire in a theater thing. You're free to do that, but Actually, what happens to you afterwards means a lot. You know, right? So we harass you because you're demonstrably wrong. And he's not actually referring to real harassment. Where people like repeatedly contact him or anything. What he's referring no. to is hey, him. That'd be fun. us, like us, yeah, like, people like us, yeah. Going, Ah, uh, David Barton, you fucking tool. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's referring that's to. That's harassment. <laughs> or no, he's harassment been here would be like... Times. He's, he's been here in Utah a few times. Uh, uh -huh. the, 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 the kids down at Happy Valley there, uh, he's one of their favorites, so he, he shows up. Oh, God, I can just imagine him showing up like in Springville and just be like, ugh. ugh. <laughs> Evil Mountain. Just, ugh. It's gross. Because... He's this whole God inspired the Constitution bullshit writer yeah. guy. Just, but he's a dominionist and he's in that Seven Mountain crap too. And, and, there it is again. He's the, that's just it. They, they came up with this concept of we take over these things and then we will control the population. And mm -hmm. then they accuse everyone else of doing it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Sounds like a bad X-Men villain. You know, we will control the population. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> worst worst superpower ever. Your Christ powers. Your Christ powers are terrible. Like, <laughs> it was a skit a while back, and it was these guys that are like, do you think we're the bad guys? Like, Oh, our, yeah, uh, British guys. Two British guys. Like, our, our, we have skulls on our uniforms. Are we, are we the bad, bad guys? 
are we the baddies? <laughs> and they don't get it. It's like they, they're like they're trying to control the world, like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, he can. We can harass you. Yes, that that is well, a political tool. Harassment is I a political will. tool. You know, till the end of time, darling. Till the end of time. Well, he'll die before it, most of us, hopefully. <laughs> you know, statistically, he will, but you know, freak accident could happen next week. <laughs> the non-discrimination ordinance passed in San Antonio. It's a Class C misdemeanor if you stand up and say, "I believe marriage is between a man and a woman." It's a five hundred. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Nope. No, not at all. No, not at all. It's a dick move. Yeah, nobody's. But it's not. Move. But it's not a crime. How do people not get this? It's like yeah, um, I can understand if maybe it's a crime because you you are discriminating against somebody or like yes. withholding something from them. Yes. You know, yes. If if right. you're a, if you're a public official and you are you are denying somebody their their constitutional rights, that's a crime. Or but if you are if you own a cake shop. Yeah, that's a crime. But that but they that gay couple could walk in there and say, we want a cake. And they could say, by the way, I think that marriage should be between a man and a woman. That's not actually illegal. No, 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 because they could they could say, we believe that, but we'll still make you a cake. Be like, okay, well, you're an asshole and I'll take my business elsewhere. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) we will make you a cake. And you know what? We're going to put on the cake that marriage is a man and a woman. But we'll still make you a cake. Yeah, to we'll still make locally, it. If Willie's, just not about gay people. Let's just okay. say just yeah. other. If Willie's, the bar here, had said, the bartender had said, I don't like serving Polynesians. Here's your beer. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, as long that as you keep legal. that shit to yourself. I mean, you can even spread it a little bit with your First Amendment rights. But I have the right as a consumer to be like, uh, fuck you. Let me talk to your boss. <laughs> <laughs> That whole situation. That whole situation was so oh, fucked up. I actually had to have a conversation this last week with people. They were like, they actually asked me, they're like, "Do you have to be an activist all the time?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, you do. Yes, yes." It doesn't take a break, buddy. Willies, and I said, "I don't go to Willie's." Yeah. Yep. So anyway, you go know on. how much I would like to buy Barilla pasta? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't because they're homophobic. You fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. How much I would love a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A, even though they have come back and said, that no, we're not this way anymore. No, fuck you. You lost my money for good. <laughs> they are good. I, I know. It's a, it's depressing. It's depressing because they yeah. do just chicken. So, yes. Do you have to be an activist all the time? Yep. Yes. Otherwise, yeah. they win. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's a I day with a I capital T. Just, you know? I don't just support what I believe in when it's convenient, motherfuckers. Otherwise, it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. So, like, yes, buddy. Oh, that's a church-owned business? Oh, well, fuck. I guess I can't do that anymore. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. No, no. Tell, tell me tell me about it. I turned down a publisher. Oh, wow. <laughs> I I turned down a publisher because they're owned by the church. Well done, buddy. Which church is well, that? Yeah. Oh, wait. Never mind. There's only one. You know, the, <laughs> the, the church. The, the church. church. Of Jesus Christ. Of Latter-day Saints. Of Latter-day Saints. Well, you know, I, guess, Mormons. I, I guess I should say the publisher is owned by Deseret. Oh, okay. Desiree's uh, Book Industries, by, Bonneville Media, whatever the fuck you. Who's yeah. owned by him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is it wrong for me to refer to them as the Westboro Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 well, no, not it, after. It's, not in after fact, this. I I think you should trademark that. 
Not I, after the I, shit they pulled last week by saying there's no gays in our church. Oh <laughs> God! <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good no. Like I happen to know a couple that would disagree with you there, buddy. You know? Uh, yeah, I think the population of pretty. I think that population is pretty high. Yeah, quite a few yeah, of them that go to BYU. <laughs> <laughs> Your closets are huge. <laughs> They're expandable. <laughs> you cannot run for office in San Antonio. And if you're in office and say that, you get dismissed from office for malfeasance. 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 No. Malfeasance. I had that once. There was an anointment for it. <laughs> you apply it topically three times a day. <laughs> Mark said the funniest thing in the show. There he was. That was it. Oh, wow. So people say, ah, I don't think I should say that. Suddenly we're intimidated and having no moral courage because we know that they're coming after us with a $500 day fine and they'll get Look me up. FBI's got me on their side. I'm one of the hate groups in America. Well, yeah, because you are. No, yeah, I, I looked this yeah. up. He's not. Oh. No, it's not. The FBI does not track hate groups like that. They, they no, don't. they don't. <laughs> No, they don't. But you know what, motherfucker? If you're thinking maybe I shouldn't say that, you probably shouldn't say you it. You probably shouldn't exactly. say it. If people are telling you, you probably shouldn't say that, you probably shouldn't say it. It's called, it's, what is it? It's just <laughs> social it's conscience. Social, yes, it go. It's social conscience. You let are affected by the moral morality of the people around you. And <laughs> there's a reason a lot of the time. So maybe you should stop and think about it. Just think about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe you think you being super Christy is kind of pissing off a lot of people, you know, especially your closest friends are like, oh, I don't want to hang out with that David guy. <laughs> he always like he always makes me feel bad for, you know, eating eggs on Easter. You're like, because <laughs> <laughs> dick hole. God, I hate they're not, they're, those are not very Jesus-y. That's not Jesus. -y. That's that's a pagan thing. Well, yeah. Easter was a pagan fucking celebration. Dummy. Yeah. Here is Red American Gods, by the way, because I just finished that book and it was amazing. Oh, I can't wait for the show coming out. The show, oh. the show, show. I'm so excited for the show. Because I got Swearingen playing one of the guys. Yes. I'm excited. Oh. It was so good. I was like geeking out the whole time. I'm like, that was Polly. <laughs> ah, they're talking to Easter. It's so cool. <laughs> because I geek out about mythology. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I think all, you know. Like, At a certain uh, level, a lot of people that are like vehemently anti-theist, like uh, Kyle, Felicia, and myself, we we study the mythology because, yeah, that's all we're that's all we're living in right now is a current theocracy where it's a mythology. It, well, there's there's okay, no basis so, to it, oh, so yeah. it's like we're living in Rome or uh, Greece at the time of the Greeks and Rome at the yeah. time so, of the Romans. I want to okay. I want to say like the the Christian God as a mythological god and like it pisses me off because people believe that shit well, and like pretty they, shit god you know he was, <laughs> yeah he was fairly boring but like also like this vengeful god like raw like is a mythos it's kind of an interesting co concept like i've seen some really cool mythologies built off of that idea like supernatural and good omens with neil gaiman and terry pratchett yeah. oh terry pratchett yeah but, um, but Yahweh can't fight people that have iron chariots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... Limited. I can drown the whole world, but iron chariots, well, and, like, fuck. This, this concept of an ultimate being is, like, 
that's like vengeful and wrathful kind of gives me the chills. I'd, I'd be more like, okay Whoa. with Christians if they had a limited God, if they had that limited, if they had El Shaddai yeah. like they used to have mm-hmm. in, in uh, Judaism where he was the war God that they had, because believe it or not, people, Jews were polytheists at the beginning, just like bet, all yeah. other tribes at the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody else. <laughs> but El Shaddai was the, the, the war God guy. And you know, it, I'm, we're getting way into the anyway, oh yeah yeah um, and just just a clue any uh, any of our listeners in who don't know why uh we kind of geeked out right there uh read neil gaiman's american gods and anasi boys uh because they're the stars is making a uh, show out of thing. it yeah. they're incredibly thing. incredible books absolutely incredible books and i'm i'm so excited for the show and it's gonna be anyway. on cable too so it's gonna be really good oh yeah. yes anyway if Outlander showed us anything, to... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, I'm done with David Barton. I had a couple more things he was going to talk. Yeah, about. I don't but... give a shit. Yeah, no. But actually, we're going to jump back into Rick Joyner on the same show, just a different video clip. Uh, who thinks that Trump is picking people to be to work with him? Trump is like Jesus. Just wait. It's, oh, it's Mr. Trump is uh, saying some outlandish things. Again, I say, do you think this is perhaps why Trump is so high in the ratings at this moment is because he saw the picture of what's happening with ISIS and others. He sees the the infiltration. Get to the point, Jim. Jesus Christ, man. Get to the point. Of every state. Of, of people who want to destroy America. And so he has said, we need to do something about it. He's getting things out into the discussion. And he's ruling That's true. the media right now. He is controlling the media. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Nope. Wait a minute. I thought the communists no. were in charge of the media, Rick. <laughs> no. I thought the liberals were. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> the Jews. No, no, it's the Jews. Yeah. <laughs> Beach too, Kyle. Boy. <laughs> when I was a boy, yeah. Truman. When I was a little girl, I when mean, he boy. Was a boy. When he was a boy, and he said, "When I was a boy, Truman." <laughs> talking Harry S. Truman. That's a long fucking time ago. <laughs> when I was a boy, let's back see, in the, it was Reagan, and I'm back old. In the, back in the good old days. Good old days. Fucking Truman. When it's, men were men and women were women. And men were women secretly. Yes. <laughs> church Rudette. I'm just talking about the church I went to. So I because I don't that was my world. And he used salty language, is what they said called it back then. And today Truman is considered one of our great presidents. Is that not right? Mm-hmm. And we church people, we love Truman because he stood up for Israel. Right. I don't know why we didn't realize that back then. Right. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, why doesn't Israel stand up for its fucking self? Uh, <laughs> I'm so, uh, okay, seriously, as like somebody who had been outside of Christianity for a really long time, when this whole Israel thing started coming from, I'm like, why the fuck does anybody give a shit about Israel? What the fuck is this Armageddon. Israel shit? That's what they want. They want yeah, Armageddon. it's Armageddon. Because like, I had to have a documentary explain it to me. I was like, oh! Wait, wait, wait. When when did Israel invade Palestine? I don't know. Uh, when was, did they 
what was I'm, it? I'm terrible on the dates on that one. Yeah, was it before Truman or after? I think Truman was Fuck. the one that went to uh, they 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 set aside that parcel of land that is you know since then you know es- essentially octuplized fucking you know they yeah. they they, ta- they have taken over most of that fucking area the and I don't think the Palestinians are right when they kill innocent people like that but at the same time I understand why they fucking do it well, yeah, they're they're occupied. They're a, a a country that's been constantly marginalized out of their own fucking homeland. Right. Yeah. I mean, we would do the same shit. It's like if China mm. came over and said, "Okay, the West Coast is ours now." This is ours now. This is ours now. We'd be doing guerrilla shit like that. Mm-hmm. So. Right. So anyway, Trump's salty language is the same as Truman, and he really? stood up for Israel. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. The church doesn't have, in general, doesn't have much savvy. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) And the Lord said, you need, so you got to be wise as serpents. Mm -hmm. You really need, there's some wisdom here you really need to have, Mm -hmm. but harmless as doves. Mm -hmm. You look at the type of leaders that Jesus chose, they were more like Donald Trump's. What? No. Not no, not even Big what? No. Early Middle no. Eastern men that liked other men? I mean, I, well, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess unless he's talking about Paul who was a fucking dick or Judas who was a redhead apparently or something. I don't know. Find the white redhead guy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's find him. Where where yeah. did you come from? Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> no, Scotland. Irish. Scotland. They're, they're from Scotland. Yeah, thanks to I did the the looking up on my history of my name and the last name Reed comes from the word ruddy. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. I, uh, it was a characteristic trait of redheaded people. That's wonderful. Oh. Yeah. So guess where my heritage is from? Scotland. My Scotland. my my it's last shite name. being Scottish. Yeah, mine's not nearly as lame as that. Could be Vikings too. Hey, I I have imagine I could probably grow a great beard. I just don't want to. <laughs> Maybe as I get older and the double chins get more you sad gotta, outish. You gotta That's hide what it. Jeff Bell says he's covering his jowls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeff posted a picture of himself the other day, like when he was like in the. Like, I in know. The I'm like, he's a good looking guy, man. <laughs> That's what he says. That's what he says. He used to be pretty. <laughs> the sea, the sea people. I was thinking yeah. of a sea captain when we were talking. And think of how he treated them. The salty sea language. We think of Jesus as just this big teddy bear. Mm-hmm. No, he was a fucking imaginary. No, <laughs> no he's <laughs> a teddy bear. He no. could have been Barry. He could have kind of been. He wasn't burly enough, though. I don't think they haven't. Yeah, uh, I don't know. He could have been. He could have been a bear. I don't know. No, he was what we would call a twink. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Oh, definitely not a bear. I don't see him as bear no, material. Not a bear. No. Uh, I've got a good. I could be a cub. <laughs> no, Kyle's the cub here. That's what. It is. <laughs> now there's otters too. Yeah, Kyle's no otter. Neither am I. That's like Jimmy Martin. Jimmy Martin's an otter. <laughs> I like otters. What are otters? Otters are bears that are skinny and yeah. thin. Yeah, they're still furry though. Still furry, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead. 
think of this. These are some of the toughest guys you could find. Mm -hmm. He puts them together. They hate each other mm -hmm. when he calls them. Puts them together, lives with them for three and a half years. After three and a half years of li living with Jesus, the night that doesn't raise any flags to anybody no. else, does it? No, no, no definitely not gay. <laughs> no, no sex. None of that. No, 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 no. He did. He didn't. He didn't say eat me at all. <laughs> take the body. Take my body drink, into you. Drink from this. <laughs> definitely not. Mm -mm. Yeah. He called me Satan. Mm -hmm. He won't call you Satan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think about it. I yeah. mean, Jesus was a tough character. Yeah. These are tough guys, and they're intimidated by him after three and a half years of living with him. So mm -hmm. I'm just saying. I but, thought Jesus' whole thing yeah. was not to do that. Uh, they they were intimidated? Jesus is a... Really? Well, I mean, yeah, the dude fucking yelled at a fig tree before not bearing fruit out of the <laughs> ah, It was a crazy you. motherfucker, that's and right. He, he also, like, said he uh, put spirits into pigs and sent them over a fucking cliff, so... I, I, think I come not to bring peace, but a sword. Well, and if you think about it, like, following this crazy motherfucker around that goes into the temple and starts flipping tables and shit over and chasing Which people with a cat and nine thing. tails, you know? Which has been a thing that they'd been doing forever, and the dude just comes in and is like, no! And then as ah. he's outside of town, he's like, fuck you, fig tree! I want some figs! I want some figs! Fuck you! <laughs> For a tree that was out of season, <laughs> the book specifically says the fig tree. And then he's was like, out he, the, the whole thing about the mustard seed being the smallest seed there is like, no, if you're God, no. you obviously know what smallest is. And no, 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 not. no, it's not, not by a long shot. Dummy. But that's cute that you think that, I guess. These people believe this is their, this is God incarnate. This is this their is God. <laughs> the, the mustard thing confuses me because this is also the same region where poppies grow wild. Yeah. You ever seen a poppy seed in comparison to a mustard seed? One is like an elephant compared to me. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that caraway seeds are not actually a seed, but a fruit? No. Oh. I no, I did not know that. But yeah. I know caraway seeds. But but I know is that, that in the Bible. <laughs> no, no, it's not in the Bible because that's actual real knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? I bet you anything that was cultivated by humans that makes it a genetically modified organism. You motherfuckers. Oh, it's no organic. Like every X. food that you eat is genetically modified, you dummies. They don't know what the O stands for, so don't give them that credit. That's a genetically modified O. Genetically modified orgasm. <laughs> oh, fuck. One could only yeah. hope. Where can, where can you get those? Because I how, need some. Butt plugs, much? Kyle. Butt plugs. Mm. That's a genetically modified O? Okay. We well, live in I mean, Utah. Why would where my G-spot be in my ass? I mean, come on. <laughs> Come on now, that's genetic. That's genetic modification there. <laughs> oh, we got a laugh out of that. Thank you. Oh. I tried to get it before that little noise there. Cue the laugh track. <laughs> Yay! That's what our that's what our show needs. <laughs> it's had one tonight. It's been fun. Uh, let's see. Who do we have here? We have Tim. Tim. Wildmon. I have no idea who this guy is. He's he's new to me, but 
boy, does he say some stupid shit. Okay. You've seen the changes that have come in the last 30 or 40 years, but uh, fundamentally at its core is secular humanism, if that's what you want to call it. Politically, it's called progressivism. But it's the idea that man is God. Ain't wrong. Nope, you're already uh, off to a bad start. Uh, Incorrect. Nope. Wrong. God does not hand down his moral values, but man makes up his own. Yep. He yeah. did hand down moral values. He said, thou shalt not this. Thou I mean, his his ten book of ten laws was dumb. The expanded 500 or so of the other ones were dumb. Do also. not rape is not in the ten. Don't no, have don't, slaves. Don't, don't own people. Yeah, that was my next one. Don't, <laughs> don't own, own people. people. <laughs> like, that's not in the ten. That didn't make your job. Ten God? No, don't. <laughs> no, no, he, he could. Sabbath holy. No, he that, could. That made it. Honor thy <laughs> father and thy mother. No, he he couldn't even manage to squeeze in. Don't be a dick. <laughs> who seriously distilled the ten commandments like, down? <laughs> it was I can't remember what comedian did it, but he's like, it comes down to two commandments: like, don't be a dick, and, <laughs> and eat better, or something like. That. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what dominated man is God. Secular humanism began to become front and center in our culture. And it took the place. It's either, it either took the place or it's taking the place, depending on your perspective, of the Judeo-Christian worldview. Uh, I, I, good. I, I hope it overruns it. Judeo-Christian isn't a thing. Judeo-Christian is not a thing. No. The, the Christians Cutter. should hate the Jews. The Jews should hate the Christians. Yeah, you can't be like all of a sudden be like, let's shake hands and be partners in this whole thing. Well, you know, that's why the Jews you know, like it because Israel gets funded. The Christians like it because, you know, they're helping Armageddon move one inch closer, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. So this whole Judeo-Christian, like, no, no. America was based on fucking secularism, dummies. It was it was an intentional decision. That's why it's in the first fucking amendment, and that's why it's in the the, the exemption. What is it? The uh, oh shit, I forgot what it's called. The eh, whatever. It's in the first amendment. God damn it! Shut up, people. So. <laughs> the Judeo-Christian value system that our country was built on is being replaced by secular humanism, which is of Satan. Oh, I'm glad you believe in those imaginary things. Yeah, that's great. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's not focusing on the well-being of human beings is um, is satanic. Like, yes. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Well, yeah. Well, Satan you know, wins again. Satan does actually give a shit about humans. You know? He does. It's <laughs> a the book. Easy book. He's the hero. I mean, he even tried to like help Jesus out. He's like, come on, dude. Like He's I know, like, you, I know you you're don't thirsty. Actually, have to do this, right? You don't have to do any of this shit. <laughs> you know, it's you don't have to. It's fine. <laughs> like you know, you can eat. You know, <laughs> dummy. Okay, I believe in the devil, and Satan. The Bible, the Jesus did too. So we got some of our fellow Christians who are teaching doubt in that today. I don't even know if they're Christians, but oh, nice, no true Scotsman there. Oh, that's what? wonderful. He's trying to say that there are Christians that say that, you know, the devil is the, the Satan and the devil aren't actual real, like, corporeal, like, beings. You know? Oh, right. Oh, they're but metaphorical they're because metaphor the concept you know. of the devil is, a, you know, the concept the, of the, the devil bad is side of humanity. slightly more ridiculous than the concept of God. Yeah. <laughs>
Oh, like, vaguely. You know, that imaginary guy in the sky, totally real. And he had a son that came to Earth that, that was him. Yeah, totally real. But that whole, like, you know, guy with the horns, you know, that mm-hmm. puts a snake in the Garden of Eden, no, that's not real. Oh, no, God. No, no, no. Well, there goes all of my beliefs. I know, right? All of them. <laughs> Just chuck it out <laughs> the goddamn window. Sorry, oh, no, Mark. No. Satan's not real. Yeah. yeah. Move but, on. Yeah. By the way, we're almost done with this asshole. Oh, okay. Okay. Generous here. You know what I'm talking about going on in our. A lot of our churches, uh, uh, they teach, um, uh, the, don't, don't teach that, that Satan even exists, but I think this is a satanic, uh, this, uh, the secular humanism is from Satan. <laughs> so secular humanism is from Satan? That motherfucker's late for his rent. I need, uh, you, you, you've, you've heard from him, obviously. Come on, you need to pay his rent. Come on, come on, Satan. Because <laughs> he's going out doling fucking philosophies to the world. Hey, treat everybody equally. <laughs> I'm Satan. <laughs> don't be a don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> it's okay to like sex. <laughs> you 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 can do the stuff you like. Hey, don't hey, hey don't hurt other people. Butt stuff is okay for both <laughs> genders. <laughs> Butt stuff is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the we're we are nearly done with this segment. Uh, we have Gina Loden, Loudon, L O U D O N. Oh, she's a lot a, like how I spell one of my kids' names, but not quite. So she's a newcomer to the show. She's new. She's new to this whole thing. So here we go. Another great thing that Phyllis Schlafly did as my mentor was introduce me to a woman named named Kitty Worthman. Does- Phyllis Schlafly came out today and supported Trump. Oh, I love Phyllis Schlafly. <laughs> so, I get her emails. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Anybody else know who I'm talking Whoops. about? No. Yeah, she she never made the you know the big time. We never heard a whole lot about her. But when I talked to Kitty, I interviewed her. Every time I hear the word Kitty, I'm like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Every damn time, man. Like when people talk X Men like Kitty Pride, I'm like pussy pride. What? Uh, uh, <laughs> I just hate that name. I hate. The <laughs> I, I I mentioned to the board that sometimes I want to hang out with my kitty, and <laughs> you want to hang out with. And, and Grant's like, are we all going to take schedules now? <laughs> I, I might be dating myself, but I think Miss Kitty on Gunsmoke, and I loved her. Oh wow! Oh, oh yeah. yes, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> One time, and uh, she told me how many of the things that Obama was doing looked exactly like the things that she saw happen in her native home of Austria. Oh, because oh. Obama was acting what like did Hitler, you correct? Just say? <laughs> oh. Kitty is an Austrian name. I hadn't realized that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Katzen or something like that. Katzen. Holocaust happened. After I met Kitty, I had nightmares, and I wrote about it in our book. Every night I would go to sleep, and I would picture myself in a, in a gulag across from one of my children. Them asking me, Mama? Sorry. I really nightmares. wish I could have got the, the, the gift for this oh, one working, because oh. I had the Mad Max from Beyond Thunderdome, where <laughs> he busted a deal, and he had to face the wheel. <laughs> spinning around it'll land it on gulag all right, all right. so fucking today go- i learned today i learned 
nightmares are a credible source. <laughs> Yay, they that are. That nightmare oh. I had about the bird that was Yay. like got injured but healed and was all fucked up. Apparently mm -hmm. that's real now. Yeah. So gulags are Russian. Austria yeah. was invaded by Germany. Uh, so of going... I don't get your metaphor. She had bad dreams of being sent to the gulag. Uh, this I isn't a guess. She's saying this is literal, but has no idea what the fuck she's talking about. No, she really doesn't. Ah, I don't get it. Fell to tyranny. Let me tell you something, my friends. Every moment, every step, every interview, every book I've written, everything I've done from the day I met Kitty Worthman has been so that I can answer that question. Should it ever arise 20 years from now and my child sits across from me in a gulag and asks me, Mama, what were you doing when our America fell to tyranny? Oh, uh, <laughs> apparently you were talking to slack-jawed yokels and apparently writing books that were ineffectual and helping you not have the gulag happen, you dumbass. Who, who the fuck let her write a book? Anybody can write a book nowadays, apparently. Fuck. Who read it? <laughs> The Mormons. <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking self-publishers. <laughs> well, yeah, you can put shit on Amazon on any fucking time you want. No matter if you want it to be effective. <laughs> okay, so we have one last. Yeah, this last <laughs> one that we have here is Alex Jones. God damn it, X. They get clicks. Fucking people love watching clips on YouTube about Alex Jones. It's amazing. Uh, and this one just is just completely fucking amazing. Uh, and it's would okay. throw some barbs, but I mean, when we had Marco Rubio in Virginia just the other day, uh, question, uh, Donald Trump's hand size. And he says, well, you know, guys with small hands, you know what that means? No, Marco, why don't you let us know? I mean, Marco sounds like he's an expert. Rubio's an expert on men's, uh, member. Yeah. yeah he knows how to scope them out. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was making a callback to a joke about the, the guy from Spy Magazine saying that he was a small-handed dimwit or something like that. Yes. And all of a sudden, Rubio is checking, checking out his dick. <laughs> Rubio wants the D from Donald Trump. Yeah, I don't think wants anybody to wants the D from Donald no, Trump. No, 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 they don't. I don't want to see it. No, I they don't. See it. I but it, see it. yeah, it is worth note. It is worth noting that that Larry Flint did throw down the gauntlet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your dick, Don. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, Larry Flint. <laughs> yes. He's still rabble rousing after we all these years. We have a presidential candidate who talked about his dick in a debate, and now Alex fucking Jones is backing him up, and he can't <laughs> even use the word penis. He called it a no, member. member. Yeah, he can't. You know, fuck, dude. Jesus yeah, really. No, Christ. we've talked I'm about so Alex Jones. How you have your own network. Say dick. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. Say, say penis. Say yeah. penis. It's a penis. Member. Whatever. Just say anything other than member. Cause yeah, it just it well, makes it worse. No, it makes me think of it. For some reason, boy bands. Like, he's just a member. You know. He said he was staring at Trump uh, while uh, in the green room before the Houston debate. Notice, he says, well, I was wondering whether Donald thought he wet his pants. Well, why was Rubio staring, uh, looking for... Wow, well, that's an amazing thought, Wayne. Oh my god! My yeah. god! Seriously, gay shaming? Yeah, yeah how dude. fucking homophobic <laughs> can these people be? I, I mean, it's I... 2016. 
<laughs> yeah, but there's no gay people in the GOP. Nope, nope, they don't exist. Oh, no, 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 especially uh, at the at the national level like we are now. I just oh. I want to point out that I was at the bar a couple weeks ago. We were playing bingo, and some guy came in deciding he wanted a fight. Like he seriously came in looking for a fight, <laughs> and so he started making fun of all the jokes that we do recurring week over week. It's like a, a, a Everyone yeah. goes a week over week, so we have these jokes, and all the other tables get it. Mm-hmm. Or if they don't get it, they start joining in, because we're having fun, motherfucker. So mm-hmm. this guy came in, so he started making fun, so he goes, hey, you guys are a bunch of faggots! And I went, really? Wow, really? Really? <laughs> oh. It is 2016, and you just used faggot. Wow. Really? And then everyone's like, they're, they're like, oh, here's the faggot. And then I'm like, guys, guys. To borrow from our friends of the left show, yeah. that, can we all agree here that cocksuckers are heroes? And yeah. they went, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Any cocksucker is a hero. <laughs> it's a terrible yeah. insult. It's a terrible yeah. insult. Yes, it's a compliment, really. As a cocksucker myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How come women never get tagged with that? I don't yeah. know. Um, I because I I always took personal offense. That I'm like. I suck cock. Like, what's wrong with that? It's like a handshake. I mean, really, really, who hasn't? (laughs) Right? You gotta know. I I I could never reach. (laughs) Mark, I'm sure you can agree with me. It's a highly enjoyable experience. Absolutely. And it's something to be proud of. It's a badge of honor. I agree. You know, awesome. even even if you didn't, if you even if you didn't enjoy the experience, the fact that you even try, mm-hmm. it's appreciated by a different person. <laughs> the person receiving the cock sucking is going to enjoy it. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah even at the worst, there's still it's still fun. I don't care. What it's like says. pizza, even if it's bad, yeah. it's still not that bad. <laughs> exactly. Somebody okay, let's let this contributing. So you know, <laughs> you're making... making the world just a little bit better. Little bit you're better. creating sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> Why yeah. is Rubio obsessed with Donald Trump's package? Is the headline. Why are you? Why are you, <laughs> sir? Because the rest of us are a little disturbed at the concept, <laughs> including his wife. Uh. She's yeah. a brave woman, uh-huh. is all I'm going to say. What is her name again? I don't know. <laughs> Generic <laughs> wife number four. I don't know. Yes, <laughs> number four, yeah. K4 by mail. Number four. <laughs> I don't know. That's a body by Trump woman right there. Let me tell you, the greatest workout routine ever. She eats nothing but Trump steaks. <laughs> oh, so, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, that, that's what works on two levels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I didn't even catch the entendre there, the double one. There you go. Oh, oh. Donald oh, Trump God. tube steaks. <laughs> oh, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> you gagged on your vape. That's great. <laughs> All of a sudden, she coughs and just this cloud of smoke comes. <laughs> oh. I, I wonder if it has its own toupee. He has a Merkin. You know he has to have a Merkin. It's a terrible, <laughs> terrible Merkin. No, now those that are listening, it's made of the know. finest baby hair. It's the finest baby hair, and it even has its own comb over. Oh! 
for those not in the know, a merkin is a genital wig. <laughs> Often used by prostitutes <laughs> in the Victorian era to cover up uh, sores. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the the gaping sores that they the got. The gaping maw. <laughs> <laughs> because they didn't have antibiotics. Designed to fit with the cod piece. There <laughs> it is. That's the real headline, I think, here. Uh, you know, he can't contain himself. I just, uh, I, you know, and since I reported Rubio and the phone bath, uh, it's been, oh, by the way, it's been confirmed that when he was going to those phone parties in South Beach in the 90s, in South Beach, they were exclusively gay events. You know what? I'm sorry, phone but parties are fun for anybody. Shut I can up. totally see Rubio Huck. being gay, actually. Like, I, now I, that I think about his face... Yeah, that actually works. Yes, but let him come out on his own time. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't get to dictate that. Yeah. But, okay, what's wrong with the phone party? They're fun. Any no. kind of party where, like, shit's dispensed is fun. I don't care what anybody <laughs> does. I, <laughs> I don't see a problem with anyone any, no. attending any party ever. You know, this is where Obama totally rocked it when in his book. He's like, oh, yeah, I tried drugs. Like, yeah. a lot. <laughs> Like yeah. a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, buddy, thanks. <laughs> All the other presents were like, I didn't inhale. <laughs> I never inhaled. <laughs> well, I was like, oh no, enthusiastic. That was I the love word. Cocaine. <laughs> and, and, then we, and then we have Bernie Sanders who's like, yeah, it made me cough a lot. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, no, it killed me. Then just yeah. go with brownies. Yeah, go with edibles. I guarantee I, Bernie I would... has partaken. A lot. I would love to get high with Bernie. That would be just a life dream. That, that would, would be, be awesome. Amazing. And I'm I'm pretty sure Biden is like Obama's supplier. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> dealer. Yeah, I can get you that. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's he's the guy who's always carrying at the party. <laughs> to Biden, like, hey, you old? He's like, well, in fact, I am. <laughs> Oh, you, know I, you know I you am. Know I am. <laughs> you know I am. Girls. And he looks at him and says, and this is fucking good shit, too. <laughs> He's like, this is straight from Cuba. That's why we <laughs> opened the borders. <laughs> uh, these people are coming out and saying, oh, I went uh, to a phone party and it wasn't. Well, if it's in Poughkeepsie, New York, maybe not. But if it was in South Beach, uh, Miami-Dade County, Florida, it was. Uh, what, what are you talking about the concentration of gay people in certain cities like yes what? yes he is he didn't say san francisco no what kind no. of party? a foam party a foam foam oh, where, where they where they where they pump out lot like lots of soap sets right. it's like it's like a giant bubble bath oh, and it's in a, in a, in a in a nightclub but it's it's yeah, it's drier a, than like being yeah. it's not quite as wet it, yeah, yeah it's not no, strictly it's not. a gay thing because they did that no. at Seven Peaks when I was a kid. Like, yeah, yeah no, like, that's it's not a gay thing it's at just all. An excuse and to this is like this guy saying like, other, like that, that ex guy. I saw him at Chuck E. Cheese's the other day, obviously Ooh. sucking the cock. And it's like, no, wait, what? <laughs> I just that's like shitty a... pizza and video games. What? What do you mean by that? He's, a... he's obviously a pedophile. I'm like, no, 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 no. I brought no. my own. <laughs> no, you know they want to like make a culture into like this highly exclusive like nobody else does these things like bdsm yeah like, that's not a gay thing like I, gay I, people I, do that there are gays who are it's great 
Yeah. yeah. It's not I just, a gay thing. Go to Pride. Just, the spectrum just, is wide, yeah, people. I, the spectrum is wide. Oh, yeah. I just think it's funny that they think there are really more gay people in South Beach than in Poughkeepsie, New Jersey. Because <laughs> <laughs> really, no, it's it's about the same. There's a, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? There's a, I used to listen to a lot of the Kevin Smith podcasts that were out there. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys that... Uh, does a lot of movies with him. He is a um, he's a very out there kind of gay guy. And yeah. there was a, he, when he was here uh, promoting Red State here in Park City, yeah. uh, they were being uh, protested by the uh, was it the Westboro the we- Baptist Westboro. Church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> his friend made a sign and there's pictures of it out there. You should Google it mm-hmm. for Red State uh, Park City for for Sundance that they did mm-hmm. uh, where the. Kevin Smith is holding up a sign in front of uh, the daughter of um, the Westboro guy. I can't remember his name. The, the dead motherfucker. Uh, Fred right. Phelps, uh, yeah. whatever her name is. And he's holding up a sign that his friend made that says, Cock tastes yummy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking amazing. Uh, they, it was, they counter-protested it was, the Westboro people. And it was, uh, a, it was, it was a beautiful, beautiful sign. It was covered in glitter and everything. Yes. And like, the, the Phelps lady, like Kevin like talked about it. he's like she saw me i saw her i saw her eyes go up to the sign and i just saw her shook her head like kevin <laughs> <laughs> it's like i wasn't sure if she's like oh you or oh, you. no it or no it doesn't do you think those westboro baptist women go down do you think they do like because if they not to a gunpoint no i don't think so that's sad that's that's sad of me that's a sad thing that i just heard yeah, no, I just can't. Everyone should that. go down. Lots of straight saying. marriages happen that way too. Mm. Aww. <laughs> I'm. I, I was about to say something remarkably revealing, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> How about I just? Hey, use I already my heard hand. you revealing shit on Left Show this last week. <laughs> oh no! Right, that got weird. <laughs> like you were making them genuinely uncomfortable. <laughs> no, no, you weren't in the room. They were like, "No, tell us more." Oh, really? Yeah, no, that, I wasn't making them uncomfortable. No, the, I was the, the sausage one over guy. There sounded like he wasn't comfortable with it. <laughs> no, no, he was like, he was like, "All right, th-. that's what he meant." Like, "All right, go ahead, guys. The <laughs> rooms down here are free." Like, no, they were just like. No, please go uh, on. Like, the, like, show, like, the episode that Felicia was on. It was really good. Yes. That was, that uh, was a fun, that was he's a fun show. He's got all these people coming to his, to his defense. Uh, you know, well, you've got photos on your site. You might direct folks where they go to see those uh, that, that look like yeah. Rubio at these parties. Well, that is Rubio. and That's another thing. That was, a high, that was a thing they did for his high school, but it was so popular in South Beach. They, they took that on the road. They sure, sure. And that is Rubio. Look at his ears. But let's yeah. go back to him. And admit- Look at his ears. What? You can't see the, the videos, the things from the video. He's because the brown guy who looks vaguely like Rubio totally must be him. You of know, course. a Cuban guy in in in, in South, South Florida. In South you know, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's something you don't see every fucking day. Yeah. yeah. Right. Must must be Rubio. Uh, yeah. God damn it, Alex Jones. You're a terrible human being. <laughs> terrible. They look like and, Rubio. And, that is Rubio. Like, no, you're guessing. You because uh, unless that guy comes up and says hi, therefore it's the same. Hi, mm-hmm. yo soy Marco Rubio. You know, yeah. What is that? He said yeah. Miyama. I don't. Yeah. know. Yeah, Miyama is my and, name. Yeah, yeah. And let's not let's yo not forget that they're. Yeah, and let's not forget they're gay shaming the fuck out of this. Yeah, that's right. the point that's really fuck. bugging me. 
they're like, he should be ashamed if he's gay. It's like, no. Alex, Alex, I've seen your beefcake photos back when you used to be a bodybuilder. (laughs) (laughs) I got one of those pictures, too. It looked fucking fantastic. I got lots of naked pictures. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, we're going to go to our next break. Uh, We're going to go pee and refresh drinks and all that fun stuff. We will be right back. Hey, are you looking for a podcast to fill all your nerdy needs? Well, I have a place for you. It's called the Nerd Dome Podcast. And oh, they've got it all for you. All you have to do is go to the PodHell Network at PodHell.com. We're also on iTunes. All right, so we're back from that final little break there, and welcome to the third part of the show where everybody's had a couple of drinks and we're ready for interview time because we've all gotten used to each other's company. So joining us, if you hadn't learned by now, is Mark Lawrence from uh, Restore Our Humanity. Uh, He was going to bring up the newest initiative that they're currently doing right now, uh, but I kind of cut him off earlier. Hopefully I wasn't being too much of a dick there, man. No. <laughs> so, I mean, because we have a whole segment just dedicated to whatever the whatever our guest wants to talk about. So, give us your best shot. What do you got, man? All right. It's kind of a, a kind of a long story as to how this all came to being. Uh, I told you earlier about the uh, the attention and the research that we were doing with hate groups, uh, anti LGBT hate groups. Yeah. And during this whole thing, what I became most aware of is that these these groups used the 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 mythology and the lies that gay people are somehow a threat to kids. They bring up the pedophilia thing. And pedophilia is actually very, very rare in the LGBTQ community. In fact, it's more likely for straight people to, uh, straight, straight religious people, men, right? Yeah. Straight yeah. men to abuse both male and female children. That's mm-hmm. correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Sandusky is not gay. That's gross. Yeah. And all of those Catholic priests are not gay. Some of them are, but not all of them. Uh, well, and and I, and this is where we need to make the distinction between a sexual predator and a pedophile. Right, right. And they are completely distinct. They are they are right. distinctly yes. different. Pedophilia, Pedophilia is has, it has nothing to do with uh, sexual orientation. Nothing right. at all. It is a right. completely different thing. So. During the World Congress of Families, when they were here, we had uh, Raphael Cruz Sr. Ugh. Uh, oh, yeah. Bad guy. These are going to go after, they're going to try to legalize pedophilia. Guy that sounds like an 80 year old Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. That's, yeah that's I can't do that. <laughs> anyway, last summer, you may remember when the Boy Scouts of America made this big announcement they were going to start allowing gay leaders. Yeah. Right, right. Right. My organization decided that this would be a good time for us to move forward, and we applied for a scouting charter. We Dang. wanted we wanted to bring in Utah's first. I mean, ninety seven percent of the scout charters in Utah are LDS. Yeah, done at the right. boards. You know, there are tens of thousands of young people here in Utah that could benefit from scouting that don't want to have Mormon dogma crammed down their throats. Right. Absolutely. I'd, I'd yeah. Can we please like make the Boy Scouts more like the Girl Scouts? Yeah. Right. Girl Scouts were running the Boy Scouts. There would be no problems. Like, no, was, seriously. Seriously. The Girl Scouts are, is an absolutely incredible. Great amazing secular organization. organization. Yep. Okay. Yes. They... But 
I mean, in in a, in a Mormon Scout charter, a Mormon Scout troop, you, a young man cannot even progress in scouting unless he uh, succumbs to the Mormon dogma. And yes, this is true. So we applied for a charter with Boy Scouts of America to be the first uh, secular, uh, non uh, non religious, non Mormon scouting troop. We wanted to open up scouting to the tens of thousands, even here in Utah and in, in the Salt Lake County, yeah. tens of thousands. That their, their own estimate is fifty to seventy thousand young people here in Salt Lake County. God, that's a lot of kids. Not participate yeah, in scouting because they don't want to be involved in the Mormon religion. So we applied for this this charter in September, and it is now uh, March, and we have never gotten an answer from them. They've denied our application. Wow. That's how long people have to wait to get the Patreon episodes if they haven't paid for them. <laughs> so... That concerned me. It upset me because what this does is forward this mythology that gay people are somehow a threat to kids. They didn't. They didn't make a public statement. They didn't tell us why they were denying our charter. We never received a response from them. So I decided that at this time to strip these organizations of this weapon of of pedophilia and the gay people are a threat to kids, and started doing some research. I wanted to go out and prove that. The sexual abuse cases that have happened within the Boy Scouts of America were committed by good, upstanding Mormon husbands and priesthood holders and church members that it's not gay people that are hurting and harming young people. Mm -hmm. True. Right. So yeah. mm -hmm. in doing this research, I started talking to the Department of Family Services, uh, uh, sexual abuse uh, support groups, attorneys doctors we talked to a lot of people and it became clear to us what was actually happening and and it's devastating they so if i understand correctly mark and um correct me if i'm wrong the lds church has co-opted uh prosecutors and um the state the, the state itself to yes. avoid charges for child sex abusers. Utah state law right now protects organizations that harbor and protect sexual abuse uh, perpetrators. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, and this is, direct, this is a direct result from the influence from the LDS church. Yes. yes. I won't say... Well, the LDS church owns the largest law firm in the state. Mm -hmm. well, of course oh, they do. Neat. They of have to defend a lot of bullshit. <laughs> Didn't know that, actually. Didn't actually know that, but yeah. not surprised to learn it. The largest, most powerful law firm in the state is is McConkie and, and uh, BS. And they, uh, they're so McConkie and BS? Because that's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, what we started finding out, what I started finding out in talking to people and most of the survivors is, is actually it's horrifying. Um, sexual abuse in the LDS church is systemic, yeah. it's mm -hmm. generational, it's ritualistic, and uh, well, and they blame the victims every fucking time, too. And I hate well, that. Well, of course, shit. every of time, of course, yeah. they blame the victims. Yeah. It's been happening all the way since the beginning of the LDS church. You right. hear horror um, stories about the LDS church, mm -hmm. that's nothing. 
compared to what's going on in the LDS church. And it doesn't happen in isolated households. It's happening in entire communities. Yep. Mark, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't know if you have actual numbers to back this up, but the LDS church has a history of victimizing women. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Are they victimized? Uh, like, no, I know. I know they're victimizing young men as well. I know they are. They victimize the victims and the survivors. Right sexual abuse mm -hmm. um but i i read of an instance recently uh where they blamed us uh, uh an eight-year-old for being too sexual oh yeah that was the oh, one where yeah. the the guy yeah, was, was a ron, senior was, his name was ron carrot yeah mm -hmm. ron yeah. Carrick, the one who put out the youtube video explaining that his six-year-old daughter was being sexually abused by his father-in-law who was a general authority yeah. of yes right for those not in the know in Utah, General Authority is pretty fucking high up there in the church. Yeah, yeah. He's not a dis a quote unquote disciple or what the quorum of the twelve, but mm -hmm. right, he he's is still high up there. The upper echelon of the of the yeah. LDS church. So, so I just, I'm just, I'm just wondering, just, just based on their history and their their attitude towards females, I, I just wonder if they're victimizing females more, especially just with the history of the church about victimizing females. Yes. Uh, and from what we have in our database so far, yes, it is probably about, well, so far it's about 90% women. Wow. I wow. did not actually expect that high of a number. I didn't expect that high. That's fucking yeah. crazy. God. But Where the Catholic Church abuses boys, the Mormon Church abuses women. What a shocker. Yeah. Oh, geez. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, women that have come forward that we have talked to, that we have heard testimony from, and it's the thing that's so shocking and alarming from it. Is it is exactly the same pattern. We talked about mm -hmm. the law firm. This law office, the Mormon Church's law firm, has a 24 hour hotline telephone number where people call from all over the world, all over the globe Mormon officials, bishops, state presidents, uh, mission presidents. Mm -hmm. They have somebody in the, under them that has uh, committed a, a sexual abuse crime. They call this hotline. And this hotline protects the church it doesn't protect the victims no of course it doesn't protect the victims oh, oh is 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 that is that where that hotline goes yes yes, yes. oh my so, god okay i'm sorry but this this, this systemic abuse of of young of, of, of females females yes is indoctrinating to these females you understand that you're creating yep. a system of victimhood yeah right or not you obviously they are not yeah obviously oh yeah um, they're creating a system of victimhood where these women have been forced to submit and yeah. that is the only existence that they know not only that these women Jesus. are ostracized they are disenfranchised right by, yeah. families, by the church most of the women that i have spoken to personally have exactly the same story. It is the same story over and over. So they have a whole system in place to take these victims and they are placed off. They, they're blamed. They are the ones who are blamed for this. Of course they're pariahs, blamed. Yeah. Because, because women, are, women are in their church responsible for male sexuality. First of all, women don't have Yeah, the have poor sexuality. shoulders thing. Women don't have sexuality in their church, which is just no, they an, abhor, yeah. horrible, no. uh, an abhorrent yeah. disservice yeah. to their women. 
because um, they do. They pretend like women don't have sexuality. Oh, women want to be married and they want to be mothers, but there's no reference to their no, sexuality. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Talk about objectification. Yeah, that's that's what that's what women are. I, but, I heard and they these, need your protection at all times. Uh, yes. I've heard these stories. I mean, one that comes to mind is, is, is a young woman who was a single mother in an LDS ward here in West Valley City, Utah. Uh, her husband left her because he finally figured out that he was gay. And he went off and she was strapped. She had three kids she was taking care of. And, and she okay, couldn't, okay. couldn't make Nothing the, wrong with him figuring out he's gay. But he should have been supporting her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But she went to our bishop for help. She went to our bishop for financial assistance. The Mormon. Okay, church. so she went to her emotional support place. Am right. I the only one hearing ominous music playing right now? Yes. <laughs> the, the, the The bishop did provide her with the support that she needed. He gave her the financial support, but it cost her a couple of blowjobs. Jesus. <sighs> this is not unusual. And we keep hearing this stuff over and over and over. And that is because they have a culture that women are strictly for sexual use. Exactly. exactly. They are objects. They are incubators and they are objects. So they if this doesn't piss you off, children, people, you know. And they know are the source well, of should. sexual yeah. pleasure. I have heard stories. I have talked to women, uh, a, a woman up in Spokane, Washington, and in Seattle, and uh, Arizona. Women who have never met each other, don't know each other, and they have exactly the same story. Yeah, these oh, these so are these are not not <laughs> isolated incidents. No, but, not isolated. They happen, to, like I said, in entire communities. Um, to, I to think when, if you looked at some of the communities here in Utah, in the small towns in Utah, it happens in the whole community. There is a community here in Holiday, an entire ward, where women in this entire ward in holiday are being sexually abused, molested, and then they're being ostracized, they're being victimized, and they are the ones who are being blamed for it. Ugh, that's fucking gross. And, well, you, you people are familiar with the Catholic Church scandal. Yeah, of course. Yeah. This is so much more, and it's well, so much worse. So, so what I understand... <clears throat> From what I understand, um, I, I, I actually was, I, I was not aware of the adult women mm -hmm. being mm -hmm. so abused, but I knew that the young, young girls, girls yeah. were being abused. So it seems that um, there's no differentiation between a young, uh, from a child female right. to an adult no. female. No, no. Oh, I'm so glad my girls are growing and, up secular. And, and, yes. <laughs> seriously, did you know? Okay, seriously, you uh, just real quick to aside. If you look at children raised in non-religious households, not only do they have better access to education, are they better at, able to differentiate between fiction and reality? Um, not only that, they are less likely to be abused. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. By and large, there there's like one or two studies that found opposite, but there's like a like a hundred other studies that show the other. Right. And See, so that and that's the thing about science is is it re replicable? I was brought up as right. a strict Southern Baptist kid, and I'm not trying to play oppression Olympics or anything here, but man, life as a kid fucking sucked, man. <laughs> as, a, as a strict Southern Baptist kid, 
Yeah. Yeah. See, I grew up moderate, but not moderate, well, super liberal Catholic. You know, talking back to mom and dad get, gets you a belting, you know, and we're not talking like just one. We're talking like 10 or 11, you know, where like mm-hmm. you feel the belt buckle dig into your ass. And it's just, right. No, no, no. My parents, my parents' limit of spanking was a, no, seriously, like yeah. as hard as you heard that sound, that's how much it hurt. Yeah. When, when it's a smack on the bottom and I'm not advocating for it, but I'm saying the smack on the bottom where at any other time it'd be a playful swat, you know, when you're playing with your kids mm-hmm. Right. It, at that uh, time as a, you know, it's uh okay so again this is go this goes back to i don't want to judge parents there is some there is there's a lot of um neuroscience that says that that even that's not helpful no that's what i'm saying is that i'm not i'm not advocating for it or anything but i never i i seriously never felt traumatized by my parents doing that like i I never traumatized by their other shit that's what you know what scared me when you're talking about about the sexual abuse among kids and when kids in the lds church have reported this to their parents Mm -hmm. or to their mother the most common response they get is well it is not your place to judge what this person did that's up to god jesus right let's go or and forget about it there are cases of young women as girls who are being uh, uh, sexually abused by their fathers. That's very common. Wow, that's fucking gross, man. The response is always, it's not your place to judge. Leave that Yes, up. it is. Yes, ah. it is your place to judge. Well, there you go with your secular humanism again from Satan oh, there, Felicia. <laughs> Damn it. So anyway, what we are doing now, Restore Humanity, as what we're putting in place right now is a support group. And we are asking for victims of sexual abuse to come forward to what we're creating as a safe place. The problem with most of these people and what is most critical is the fact that they're isolated and Mm -hmm. nobody believes them and they can't talk about it. Well, and when the church is your all, it's your support group, it's your... Exactly. Yeah. It's your everything, you know. So and the, the Mormon Church is very good at making you rely on everything in your life being mm-hmm. the exactly. church. And they've got this whole thing down to a science that's been going on for yeah. decades. They know how to handle it. You know, when they have the the their own separate live, little community out here in Utah <laughs> before it became a state, you know, they got to test a lot of great shit, you know, and how to keep people mm-hmm. controlled. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 And this is where people grow up in that. They grow up with that indoctrination and that programming. That's the natural thing for them to do is go to the church and listen to what the bishop tells them. And and it's okay to go ahead and make make the victims feel guilty and make the victims feel like they have done something wrong. And that's especially with women, because in that church, women hold the responsibility of male sexuality. So that single mother that you were talking about who went to her bishop for help Uh and Mm -hmm. and the price was blowjobs. What that really runs, what that really comes down to in the church is in the church. Obviously, that's not this isn't true. But in the church, you would say that, well, she was tempting. Or yeah. she was right. she was sex she was too sexual or something yeah, or she was sewing too much shoulder or something oh, yeah. like that yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was absolutely her fault yeah yeah, yeah. And that is he a, couldn't I, help himself ugh, I hate that excuse another that thing excuse is when, so when deeply have gone to their bishops the most common response from a bishop is hey this young man is from a good family 
And if you come mm-hmm. forward with this, he will not be able to go on his mission. You don't want yep. to do that. You don't want to be responsible for that. You don't so, want to keep him away from his plan of salvation and whatever mm-hmm. exactly. else they yeah. have to say. And yeah. that is what you hear over and over and over and over. And it is exactly mm-hmm. the same thing. And you know this is coming down from that law firm. It's coming yeah. from lawyers who are there to protect the church. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Don't care yes. anything about the victims. Oh, yeah. So to, to go to go back to that um, that phone hotline, is is this the same that same special phone hotline that they set up for for their bishops to report yes. abuse? Yes. And it wow. comes Oh my god, and it goes and it goes to their law firm? Yes, it goes directly to the law firm. It does not go to the Oh church. my god. Law firm. That and that is calls, most of the calls that come in on that hotline are coming from the missionary fields all over the world. Oh yeah. man. Missionaries are the worst at this. The missionaries are the ones who are going out and, and and committing these sexual abuse crimes with the uh, the people that they're that they're entrusted to. Well, and I I can only imagine the the advantage a mission president would have over these young impressionable men. All right, All right. Oh, it's fucking disgusting. So anyway, God, those humanity, men. we are looking for. We are reaching out to survivors and to victims. We are forming an organization for them to come forward. We've created a safe place for them to come to us. We're going to give them support. We're going to listen to them. We're going to believe them. And we have a lot, a legal team on board who will be instructing them as to what their rights as victims are. And we intend to take this as far as we can. And we're going to uncover it. We're going to blow the lid off of it. And we're going to let the world know what's really going on. And this is all not what we expected. When we begin this, and, and we have found out what's truly happening out there, and it's like I said, it's devastating. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, uh, there are mm-hmm. a lot of very hurt, very harmed, and injured people out there who don't know where to go. They need to be believed. They need to be able to talk. And and most of the survivors that we've talked to so far are are not at, interested in a great big class action lawsuit. They just want mm-hmm. the truth out there. They want the stories to be told, and uh, yeah, and I would love for this to be a criminal thing and not a civil thing, right? Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it will be both. Yeah, uh, we will, if if possible, and if the evidence is there, and if the people are there, we will take this and make it into a criminal thing. Yeah, uh, I don't think we're going to do this in the state of Utah. Uh, <laughs> to say the least, right? Right. Uh, we're I'm so heartbroken. Going into the federal court system, which is what Restore Humanity does best. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because Utah laws protect predators and they protect sexual abuse. Now, in Utah, we discussed, right. they just passed last night uh, SB 297, which extends the statute of limitations. But with that law, you can only go after the actual predator. You cannot go after the organization that protects them. Wow, they built that mm-hmm. in, huh? Mm-hmm. That, that came into effect, I think it was in 2008, 2009. The legislature did that. And they did that because of what happened in Boston in 2002. Mm-hmm. Boston right. uncovered the Catholic Church. They knew this was going to happen. So they jumped in and created a new law that protects the organizations that harbor sexual predators and sex abusers. 
Uh, so that's why we're we will probably, if, if if it gets to this point, go outside of the state to the federal courts, probably the Ninth Circuit. And uh, we're going to carry this as far as we can. Well, best of luck, Christ. I hope it goes oh, somewhere. Yeah. You know, because yeah, this is bullshit. Uh, Personally, so, I know, and, 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 and I'm not speaking on my own behalf for this, obviously. Um, I, I know that I'm speaking from a history of it. But I know the atheists of Utah will support you in your endeavor. I know you will, too, because <laughs> um, there are so many people that have come forward. Uh, we have talked to people who have come forward and, and, and offered their help attorneys and doctors who have worked in this field. The we Atheist of Utah does not promote separation of church and state just because. Right. It doesn't do it just because there's not a problem. It well, does yeah. it because there is a drastic and desperate need. And yeah. Well, it's just uh, like shows like this wouldn't exist if there wasn't a fucking problem. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Uh, Otherwise, um, we'd be three chuckleheads talking about stupid news for the week. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and nobody would care if we were atheists. Yeah. Uh, this, this, no. is, this is really important because, first of all, this is something that has been covered up and ignored for so long. Yeah, Gener it really has. Intergenerational. There are so many people out there who are hurt and who need to be heard. Uh, we have a legal team who is extremely dynamic and very creative and very, very committed to this. And it is time for it to stop. Yeah. Uh, somebody's got to stop this. Somebody has to tell the truth. I and mean, we're not going to go out and try to convince the members of the LDS Church what's happening. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Those people live with their heads in the sand. They live in a state mm -hmm. of cognitive dissonance. But we've got to let the world know what's happening people need to know in in foreign countries that when missionaries come up and knock on their door that their kids could be in danger yeah, absolutely uh, man but most of all on our biggest goal is to provide support for these people who are damaged and who are hurt and who feel so isolated and alone we have to reach out to them and let them know that there is a place for them to go. We have counselors who are standing by who will be providing counseling for them if they wish. We are going to have people come together and we will let them tell their stories to the media. We will be videotaping them and putting these videos out for the people who want their stories to be heard and to be told. And they don't have to prove anything to us. Our number one rule is, is we're going to believe that we're not going to make anybody prove anything because which in cases of cases of assault like this, that's sometimes the most important thing. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. Uh, start by believing is a campaign that was actually started in the Utah legislature last year when we're talking about this and that's where we're at. So on our website, on restoreourhumanity.org, there's a great big yellow button that says sexual, uh, survivors of sexual abuse. And people can click that on. There's a form they can fill out. And we will bring them in and talk to them where you're going to guarantee their anonymity if they wish. We're going to bring them together as, as a community of people to uh, start healing. So what's the, what's the URL for you guys' website? Restoreourhumanity.org. Perfect. Um, 
we also have a forum on there for volunteers who want to come in and help us, uh, whether it's people who are therapists or counselors or just lay people who want to get involved in it. This is a huge issue. And it's a huge problem. And I it's not going to go anywhere until people like mm, you. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and it's something that we are far more dedicated, my staff and my board of Restore Humanity. I mean, we, we mm -hmm. did Kitchen v. Herbert, but this is something we're far more dedicated towards. Uh, and and we're, we're committed to this. Um, we have a 24-hour hotline people can call if they just want to talk. And there are so many out there, so many people out there that uh, we want to reach out to. And we want to bring this to light. We want to bring these people into sort the light and, and let the world know what's really going on with this organization, with the LDS Church. So that's yeah, our people, people thought that Mormons were weird ahead of time. Man, this is <laughs> going to get even worse. Oh. You know, the Mormon Church was founded by a 19th century con man and sexual predator. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. He brought this into the culture of the church from the beginning. Yeah. Oh, God like, wants me to be with her. <laughs> yeah. It's always been there. And it's never talked about, but it's been accepted. When you go out into some of the small, go down to Manti. No, thanks. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this, this, this stuff is going on in whole communities. And they just accept it and they cover it up. Uh, I mean, we hear these horror stories about the FLDS church. It's far more predominant in the LDS church. So and now every time I drive past a ward house, I'm going to be like, oh, those poor kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. And there's a lot of them here in Utah, people. You might not realize that, but there's you know, a lot. Where it them. also is incredible. Uh, it's, you go up into Washington and Oregon, the Pacific Northwest. Mm. That's where we're getting a lot of people. Seattle, there are several law firms up in Seattle, and this is all their practices. And wow. the way the LDS Church handles it is they handle it on a case-by-case -case basis, and they pay off these people. And there are lawyers up there with lots of money by doing these single case-by-case -case basis, but they're all uh, unsealed, and, and the records, uh, people are signing non-disclosure agreements. Wow. The LDS Church according to somebody who works inside the LDS church has told us they pay more money for hush up their but their budget has more hush up money in it than anything any budget. charitable works i would assume yeah uh, yeah charitable anything yes they they pay millions of dollars every year in hush up money and they do it on a case by case basis That's where disgusting. Hey, here's some money for you and now I sign this agreement the message that we want to get out to these people is, first of all, a, a contract or an agreement that is made to cover up the commission of a crime, a federal crime, mm -hmm. is forcible. Yeah. And it's yeah. not a contract. So we want these people, even if they have made an agreement, they have they have accepted a payoff, they need to come forward. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. we're yeah. patients on, on, on time. That's because the, federally, uh, those the hush-up money doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not legal. No. So we're asking for anybody who has been the victim of, of, of a sexual abuse crime that was reported to the LDS church that was perpetrated by an official acting in the capacity of a trusted individual within the LDS church. 
and it was reported to the church and it, there was nothing done. You see, there's been a violation of their civil rights. The fact that mm -hmm. the church does not report it to the proper authorities. That is a civil rights violation. Yes, it is. And yeah. there is criminal activity here. Yeah, and This definitely. is what we're going to expose. And this is what we're going to bring into light. And we're scared. <laughs> we're I, I can imagine Jesus, man. We are. We're going to be talking about probably thousands of people. Yeah, that's crazy. I taking on God. a responsibility that is going to be overwhelming. But we have an incredible team coming in. We have people coming forward that want to help us, experts and uh, people who are running support groups now. And uh, I feel really confident we're going to do this, and I think it's going to be really, really big. Mm -hmm. um, but we are incredibly committed to this so this awesome. is what the store is doing now well it seems like us trying to get back to making dick jokes and stuff like that just won't <laughs> quite work <laughs> I'll tell you it's it, it, it's horrifying I hope you have a good um, a good place to go after a, a day in the office with Restore Our Humanity where you can go and, and find a channel, <laughs> find a channel to channel. laugh. That's, that's what we're working on right now. Uh, we're, we're talking about that. Why, why did the dead, dead baby cross the road? Because <laughs> it was stapled to the chicken. <laughs> I'm really trying. Yeah. So yeah. usually at uh -oh. this point of the show, we try to go to our highs and lows for the week, but I think Mark is, I mean, it's an important <laughs> message, but I don't, I can't imagine being jovial no, <laughs> right really now or jocular. Tell you so. one thing that I can also tell you about is we need help doing this. We're an all volunteer organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't have the funds that we need to promote this and move it forward. And what we are doing is, if you go on our website, there's a big gold button that says become a friend of humanity. We're asking for people who support what, are we're, what we're doing and our cause. And what a friend of humanity is, is a pledge of $5 a month for one year at $60. Yeah. And every month, a pledge of $5, and that helps us. We don't get paid. We don't pay ourselves, but... We have a, a true nonprofit. We have a lot of costs and fees that we want to cover to get the word out and make mm -hmm. this all happen. So that's something we would like to get out. We need some support from the community, and uh, and then just uh, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> oh God! God, you, things got to be desperate if you're going to that, man. <laughs> I, I think I, uh, my my board members of Restore Humanity are incredible people. They, yeah seriously yeah yeah they, i happen they, to know have... because one of your board members is my vice president yes yeah, she's yes. amazing Just... she is amazing yes and, and i couldn't do it without her mm -hmm. so um sarah kramer stop. sarah yes. kramer by the way i want to give her a personal name shout out yeah. <laughs> um and i'll tell you this has been some of our greatest supporters so goddamn right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah hell yeah we are Yes, you are. Um, We're going to bring down the Mormons. Fuck yeah, here's money. <laughs> uh, we, we will uh, keep everybody updated as we move along. But what our yeah. primary goal right now is just to get this safe place for people to be able to come forward 
Well, and you'll you'll always have an open platform here. We we really love everything that you guys do, and we especially like the fact that you spent the last oh, three absolutely. hours hanging out with us on the show. That's oh that's yeah, fun. absolutely. Hey, it's been a great, it's been fun, <laughs> but, uh, and this is one of the highlights. It makes us all worth it. Uh, so you know, our community involvement and our friends and our allies when we all get together that makes it all. Yeah. You know, what, unfortunately, Mark, we're almost Mark, at that point where I got to do the business part of things. So okay. I just want to say, Mark. Uh-huh. You make the show worth it. Yeah, we come <laughs> yeah. on here and we joke and it's all cathartic and fun for us, but when we have a moment to be a voice for something much greater than ourselves, mm-hmm. it really makes it worth it. It does. Lady in the bra. Yeah, <laughs> the fuck does that have I'm to messing do? with you. It's just I will take this off. I will I will put up a picture of Jesus quicker in a heartbeat. No, I'm kidding. I'm just joking. How about if we get together every few months and I'll keep you updated on our progress? Oh for sure. Oh we absolutely. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Anytime you want yeah. to come on. Is it it's gonna take an army to do this, but the army is growing now. So uh we're we're gonna do this. And the, the way you're going to raise troops is going through non-traditional media, like exactly. Podcasts, yes. so. Oh yeah, the newspapers, the media, the newspapers, the news—they don't want to do, do anything with this until there's a great big fat lawsuit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we don't have a case yet. Not <laughs> so, yet. Not yet. We've got an incredible attorney. He's down in Tucson, Arizona. His name is Matt Long. Uh, you may have heard him on the uh, the John Dellen bo- uh, broadcast. Um, uh, if you're familiar with his broadcast or his podcast, uh, and that's incredible. He's one of these kind of attorneys that doesn't look for the easy way out. And he's not looking for easy cases. He's the one that wants to go out and change the world. Mm-hmm. Oh God, and- he's a lawyer with a vision. No, <laughs> <laughs> and- we love them. <laughs> Epics, and yeah. Yes, and he's putting together a team, and this this is going to be big. It really is. Wow, that's amazing. Mark, it's been great having you on the show, but that brings okay, us to guys. the point where I have to say that does it for us this week. Uh, we're off to go record the uh, Utah Outcast Secret Patron Show for all our patrons out there. And if uh, you, too, would like to join us on the other side, go to patreon.com slash Outcast and select a level that of support that you would like to be at. Um, we have many rewards for those, including merchandise ranging from stickers to shirts to shot glasses. Uh, thanks to Kyle and Felicia for joining me once again. And a special heartfelt thanks goes to Mark for coming on the show this week. Uh, your Outcast will catch you again next week with a brand new episode. But until then, you're welcome. Bonne Good night, everybody. <laughs>
Trump actually seems like a candidate right now. <laughs> the fuck did you? What? Yeah, he wasn't like doing his whole. He was he was doing his usual fourth grade speech, but like he was actually hitting things of substance. He wasn't just, you know, oh, it's great. It's going to be the best ever. You know, we're going to do this and that and the other. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be huge. Yeah, but they were still wrong about everything. Did he really say that he was going to nuke Mexico if they wouldn't pay for the wall? <laughs> I haven't heard that one yet. I, I don't put it past him. I really don't. That seems like the kind of shit he would say. Yeah. 